0: Oh, some godforsaken place called Dead River, you? So what do we know of her history? Virtually nothing. She won't talk. Maybe you really think I should be doing this. You ripped your heart out.
1: Completely fell. It's incredible. Everyone keep your distance. Thank you, Lord God. I some Know where she
2: is?
0: Yes, yes, y'all, it's going down right now. Episode 251 of the Triple Shots of Moods and Horror podcast is coming at you live and direct with the homie, JP, also known as the Mexicans. We got Mr. Sacedo, also known as Tyler, and of course, I be your host, Moves. Yeah. What's going on, dudes? Yeah.
2: Just enjoying the Cowboys demise.
0: (laughs) 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 Fucking overrated, man. Yeah, I don't even I'm, care about football. I just love seeing the Cowboys lose. I love yeah, that me, me too, man. I mean, <laughs> ever since the Cowboys beat the Bills and back to back Super Bowls in the early nineties, man, I've had this utmost. most. Dis- I-, I can't even stress how much I hate Dallas. I just feel like Dallas to a lot of people is like, the, they're like the New York Yankees in the NFL, at least in my eyes, man. Like oh uh,
2: yeah. Everybody that is not a Yankees fan,
0: like hates the Yankees. Yeah. It, it, and I feel like there's just a lot of people that are kind of like that with Dallas, too. It's like, fuck Dallas. But Press Prescott, he's so, he's so overrated, man. I just you not want to talk about that team, man. Fuck <laughs> Dallas. But uh, yeah, I know today's been a weird one because we were supposed to be just finishing up the Bills and Steelers playoff game. But that didn't happen due to extreme weather in Buffalo. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. And now they're saying that the game that's that was moved till tomorrow, Monday... Monday is might even be postponed till Tuesday now because the weather is so bad. I'm like, oh my God, this is like out of control, but we will definitely be watching. Well, actually the shitty thing is that they change the time to earlier and most normal people are working during the day. So yeah, at least on the West coast. Well, yeah,
1: that that's the problem is, is you're on the West coast. Most people are just getting home from work and in, right. in the East or maybe a little late, but it, it's, I, I don't like I tend to prefer like the late later time slots. Like I like prime time games the most. Yeah. Yeah. They're like prime time uh, here where Dave Z like would look prefer if they were like at 10 AM.
0: <laughs> well, that that's the thing. Like almost all the bills games are usually like at 10 AM my time. Right. So it'd be one o'clock for you guys, but it's like 10 AM. So I got to get up in the morning and be like, fuck, it's football time already. It's just, it's weird. It's weird.
1: Yeah. But I'm not it, a big fan of, of waking up early. <laughs>
0: yeah i mean it, it's just it is fucking early i've been doing it for so many years for football though it's like on sundays it's like man it's just the thing on the west coast man i mean I'd, I, I i would rather have that than being you know watching games you know from the east coast at like one one o'clock in the morning and shit like that like that's that's a little excessive
1: it doesn't shit. really bother me honestly man <laughs> Like my uh, i uh i kind of i well i guess it just depends like what your lifestyle is too like i i typically work more second shift job so Mm -hmm. i'm usually up later i wake up
2: at 6 a.m every day so like sometimes the hockey game will be on at like 10 like the oilers or like the golden knights or something and that's a little bit much for me yeah
1: Yeah. like sometimes uh like anytime there's one of those like crazy nhl games where it's like you know keeps going into more periods i hear about it i'm like shit i'm turning that on (laughs) and then it's like the like longest like the last, like three longest ones. Like I, I, I sat and watched through.
0: <laughs> right. Yeah. It was weird. I was in, I was in uh, Nova Scotia one time and I think it's like four hours difference. And I was watching like a West coast hockey game or something like that. And it was like one 30 in the morning. I'm like, this is just so weird to be watching hockey, at, like one 32 in the morning. It's
1: I just crazy. love that baseball and hockey just keep going, you know, in the playoffs, like it's yeah. just period, period, period.
0: <laughs> I just love yeah. that yeah 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 so um i think we mentioned it last show that uh we were going to do a 2024 preview um yeah so yeah because we usually do it on the top 10 show but we just didn't do it on the show we were kind of actually time.
1: last year we did it on the next show did we so, yeah we actually yeah our episode our top 10 show we did and then the very next episode was like our 11 through 25 and a preview of twenty
0: twenty four. right right. but this
1: year right. i just there wasn't enough strong films to do an extended list no
0: there totally wasn't yeah. and plus we were I kind mean, of strapped for time and stuff so we were like yeah. oh fuck we'll just give us something to talk about here on episode 251 so that's what actually what we're going to do here is just kind of break down what's uh potentially coming out well most likely coming out in 2024 and and stuff like that so um do you want to get into that
1: yeah 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 it's a long list so we should probably should
0: okay dude up is it through uh yeah bloody disgusting right yeah so it's actually titled 2024 horror preview 50 horror movies we can't wait to see this year I don't all know. right I don't know about all that can't wait to see fuck but I mean I
1: can wait right now just because I'm. <laughs> I, I mean, kind of burnout. I
0: was kind of, I was, I was flipping through one of the other, um, websites there. And like, I just kind of, I think they had like 30 or 40, it was like screen ranch or something like that. And th- it seemed like there's a lot of sequels, a lot of franchise movies this year and a lot of like reboots and remakes and stuff. But like, there's just tons of uh, shit. I
2: think that's going to be the norm, like for mainstream movies for the foreseeable future. Well, i, I I'd seen like
0: a lot of that last year too. Right. Right. I mean, I mean, some of these franchises are just doing so well. Like there's apparently another insidious movie coming out this year too, or something like that and I was like, which is kind of like a I think it's not like directly like off. Yeah, it's like a yeah, spin-off. It's, it's like in it's, the franchise. It's a move it's not, from the yeah, yeah, It's yeah,
2: like so. a move from the Lamberts. Right. Which is cool because I kind of do like like the Lin Shea movies where she just does her own thing. I like like we were talking about her during the show.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All wow. right. Um so JP, you want to take over?
1: Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh so the this is uh bloody disgusting. There's actually 51 films here and uh i've always liked it i we used to actually like do our own like research and and do like a top five or something like that um but you know it's kind of fun just reading through them too
0: you know what Uh, man i mean we could i mean at the end of this we can just kind of give our maybe like top two or three or something like that that were like the most anticipated Yeah. yeah i mean i think i've stressed what my number one is a couple times on previous I feel shows. like
1: it's pretty much everyone's number like, one
0: I know I know and it's, because it,
1: it, those would, movies are loved like the two the yeah. two movies are, c- are completely loved by I I almost feel like universally loved right like if you yeah, didn't like I it, haven't it, seen the,
2: like the worst <laughs> I've seen people talk about this movie is like they're decent
1: yeah right yeah
0: right and especially so, uh, with, the, with the latest news about Mia goth too apparently fucking kicking some extra in the head and shit like that i was like fucking bullshit i don't know man i never know what to believe when you well, read shit, man it's like it, it comes off for- so strong like i mean this guy ends up getting fired or i don't know he was complaining about something with the fake blood and stuff like that and yeah I he said know.
1: like the fake blood like dried on him and it like hurt and i'm like dude like this to me makes that that is like the the red flag to me dude that's like, exactly I what i said the exact
0: yeah. same thing i said <laughs> dried blood and he made a big stink about this shit. i'm like okay that's red flagging i'm like this shit's getting blown out of proportion i'm like fuck this is bullshit i mean he's obviously pissed because he got fired but like come on man
1: on the set of uh bathtub shark attack i did a um a death scene that didn't actually make the movie but um where the like my mouth was foaming and the stuff they used like almost like choked like like choking (laughs) to death and like and uh it was just too much and um I, like I didn't complain I didn't even get paid for that <laughs> right <laughs> you
0: know I mean? yeah but like this extra so this like guy's like like it's a, it, it, but he's complaining because like you know it's a union job right like it's... if this guy's working and you know for the right. union you're like you know he's just making a fucking stink but i mean who knows about the kick like like we, like you could never you could never break this down like it, the article made it sound like she like wound up and fucking tried to kick a field soccer goal soccer kick him yeah, yeah. And, like, and i'm like no way
2: what strikes me about it is, like, the only thing that I think really has any merit of a real complaint would be the concussion thing. And, like, it would be one thing if, like, this really, like, this, what he said happened, he went to, like, the hospital and maybe has, like, was diagnosed with a concussion It has all yeah, that, Yeah, but see, like, the info. problem
1: with diagnosing with a concussion is, like, they literally ask you, like, how do you feel? And you're like, my head hurts. And they're like, okay, you're concussed.
0: Okay, like yeah but it, it but it's like the thing, thing that's a red flag. Yeah. though
1: the that's thing
2: that's a-, a red flag though to me is like like you guys are saying about the fake blood and stuff because it kind of just seems like they're trying to paint a picture rather than like report anything they're just trying to frame it like how terrible like these people are you yeah. know yeah. Like, but, i mean the only thing that seems relevant to me all of the concussion. but this type of and i'm not saying is, that it
1: didn't happen but it just yeah. sounds fishy to me yeah, yeah, me either. I, like, if more, p- if like other people on the set came out and be like, yeah, me got my crazy and kicked dude in the head, then I, maybe I'd be like, oh, <laughs> you know? Yeah, like, like, the who whole, knows, like
2: mocking thing in like the bathroom afterwards also, I don't know, that kind of just seems. Yeah. Like, like, she could have just
1: been like fucking not that could never even happen or she could have just said like are you okay and he took it as her <laughs> yeah like you you know, it's so you never, open to interpretation right like, yeah there's two
2: sides to every story it just seems like they're trying to paint a picture like that's making like Mia a and like twenty-four villains it's just like, you know and dude
1: it, i mean like that's a big payday if you know there's a lot of, there's a lot of opportunists out there
0: yeah well that's 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 the point i was trying to make too is like you know, I mean, the bad publicity and shit like that is just—it's just great for the internet, man. I mean, these people trying to write these stories, they're trying to break the internet, they're trying to get their shit and stuff like that, and you never know what to take serious or not take. You know, it's just—it's just typical fucking internet bullshit, man. You know, yeah,
1: well, like, well, I mean, I—I I don't know if Mia Goth has commented on it, but
0: yeah I mean I just I I always take everything with a grain of salt when I read stories like this I'm just yeah, like exactly you know unless it's coming like straight from her mouth or you know other main actors on the on the uh, on the right. set and stuff and like you get that side of the story and if it comes out that yeah she fucking wound up and tried to kick a field goal with his head I'm like well shit right. she's kind yeah. of a bitch for and doing you, that But you like, obviously have a case <laughs> but but you're right, hearing yeah. the, you're getting this story well the shit is a, fucking but,
1: recorded obviously <laughs>
0: But yeah like you're, yeah that's true <laughs> yeah you're right right but you like you're getting this perspective of a writer right someone wrote an article right so yeah you know like you, you always have to take that shit with a grain of salt so I mean we'll wait for more details to come out from the story yeah, and shit like, like that but as of right piece, now a report. I'm just laughing at it because it, it literally the, the whole dry blood thing the whole situation just seems so red flaggy to me I was like Fuck it, man I, I'll wait for the yeah. shit because more will come out for sure Right. If, if she sure. actually did do some crazy shit. So, mm-hmm. I mean, it's a pretty yeah. big fucking production. I mean, we're not going to not know the majority of the truth by the end of this. So, yeah.
1: Right. Um, okay. So these are in order of release date until we get to the point that ones don't have release dates yet, then it's just like to be determined. But uh, there's a few that are out already. Uh, the first one is um, January 5th uh, Mayhem with a exclamation point. Not to be confused with Joe Lynch's Mayhem without an explanation point, or the other film called Mayhem, or Project Mayhem from Fight Club. So,
0: is okay. this just like so? This is directed by Xavier Jens, who did uh, Frontiers. Um, Is it like a translation thing? Because naming your movie Mayhem is just utterly ridiculously bad. Like, it's just so generic.
1: Uh, probably not. It's probably what it is. I don't know. It's
0: just so generic, um, though, right?
1: well, yeah, I don't even know if it is like a French film. Uh, you know what I mean? Or if right. it's like, like American, right. cause he's done some American films,
3: right? It's, know. it's
1: in French. It is. Okay. Yeah. Um, so this one is follows a boxers quest for bro bone breaking merciless revenge. So who knows what oh, that's about? But, I boxer. mean, at least it's a semi competent director. I've seen yeah a handful of his films and, uh, they're you know, yeah, like frontiers is good. Frontiers is great. I like but, divide. I like uh, his cold skin movie, uh, the L- lighthouse flick. Um,
0: yeah, I can't remember if I've seen that one or not. It's
1: it came weird. out in 2017.
0: Yeah, it's, it sounds familiar, but I just I like, can't place it, though. It's weird. Yeah, I've definitely heard the name, but I've definitely never seen it. Yeah, I completely forgot that he did the divide. Shit. It's crazy. Yeah, and it I just like I, and that- I just watched that, too.
3: Yeah,
2: well, I when I get these like lists for like 2011, I kind of comb through for directors and I know, and that's like when I like checked off
1: right away. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's yeah, cool. Um, I think it's uh, releasing through IFC. Um, so I guess a Blu-ray will probably come out at some point, but I think it had a minor theatrical release. Um, so that's like I don't think it's streaming yet because I did look um the next film is Night Swim which is out and I've pretty much heard mostly negative things about I think this is the new Blumhouse flick uh did you actually watch that Mids
0: yeah I went to the theater and saw it because like you know (laughs) of course course we didn't get Thanksgiving or New Godzilla but then we get Night Swim I mean I I can't explain this world (laughs) exactly and well that's the only way I could could explain it to Dylan too when we went and saw it I was like man it's Blumhouse that's why we're getting this fucking piece of shit but it was really bad I thought it was. I thought it was really terrible. So yeah, another miss for fucking Blumhouse for sure, man. Yeah, it's just so generic and bad and like, it's tough month, dude. Yeah, Yeah, Blumhouse in
1: January doesn't sound promising. Yeah, Blumhouse in January sounds like horrible, right? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Because like, if like clearly they don't have faith in it, or else it wouldn't be in January, you know. (laughs) <laughs> there the, although there has been a few like good like solid january films like i think split came out in january that Shyamalan
0: movie well megan came out uh, last year i think megan a lot was of decent, like a lot a lot people liked movie? it i was in the minority i think man because i really did not care for it i mean i don't think it's a bad movie or nothing i just didn't care for it myself but it's better than this it's better than night swim i'll tell you that <laughs> uh yeah.
1: the next one up is destroy all neighbors, which came out two days ago on shutter. Dude, um,
0: I was Alex looking, winter. I was like, destroy all neighbors. I'm like, this is fucking pretty awesome. And I I noticed that fucking Alex winter was in it. I was like, that's amazing.
1: Yeah. Uh, labeled as a splatter comedy with practical effects. Um, did either of you watch that one yet?
0: No, I just no, put it in but, my in my queue, but it looks actually yeah, pretty so fun. I. I, I like the 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 whole splatter comedy element to it, so that's gonna be fun. Plus, I mean, yeah. sign me up with Alex Winter's on it. Like, just you know, I like Alex Winter, so.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I am actually O for O for new movies right now. I haven't yeah. watched a
0: new movie yet, so like I, I'm gonna try 24.
2: I'm gonna to try to keep pace way better this year, though, instead of jamming everything I mean, in at the end.
0: Last year, I just kind of periodically watched movies all year. I never really had that like total fucking ridiculous crunch time where you got to watch like 30 movies. I, I watched a bunch at the end of the year, but like that's just because that's kind of when they were dropping. But I, I'm usually pretty consistent with the way my method of just you know. Just watch him throughout the year. I mean, I I, yeah, I
1: I get a good thirty or forty through theatrical and just like random yeah, yeah. things. I <laughs> and that, yeah, I
0: was at like fifteen in October. That was like
2: the big yeah, thing for bad. me this year. Is that <laughs> yeah. I watched
0: I watched like eighteen or twenty theatrical horror films this year, and like you know, your numbers were they're just getting inflated that way, which is pretty cool. I'm not going to complain. Right. Yeah. But I mean, when you're watching everything, well, is- how, especially for my- me,
1: considering like, I think like eight out of the 10 movies on my list were theatrical films.
0: Yeah, dude, man, your list was straight theater, man. It was like, it was like my list, what fucking three, four years ago. And it was like all shutter movies. That's like shutter had an incredible year of mm-hmm. output, man. That one fucking year was nuts. But anyways,
1: Uh, This next one here, ISS, January 19th. Um, So uh, I believe this is is a theatrical film. I think I saw trailers for this. Uh, When war breaks out globally, astronauts aboard the International Space Station receive orders to take control by any means necessary. Tensions and paranoia escalate in what appears to be an intense zero-gravity thriller with an impressive cast. Um, I think this one, if it's the same movie I'm thinking of, it's like... They're up in like the space station and like the fucking world's like blowing up basically or something. And there's like a Russian
2: that's s- kind of what the posters there suggests. too.
1: Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It looked kind of interesting. I, love, I like some good space movies. Yeah, I love I like space, space movies, movies, man. I love space
0: movies. <laughs> I don't know what it is about space movies, man. Like when I was a kid though, I was, I always thought they were so cornball. Like I hated everything space until one day I just loved everything space so weird Yeah, carly loves space movies i don't know what it is man i just they cool a, a switch went off or something i was like man these are what the fuck was i thinking man these aren't cornball yeah. these are fucking awesome yeah dude and there's been i, there's, I remember been some good ones there's been some good ones in like the last 10 15 years that i really enjoyed I, there's one the fuck was it called it's got like mars in the title or something it came out a bunch of years ago i really liked can't remember what it's called right now
2: mission to mars oh, no Mission to mars. i watched that the other day and it was so bad no, it wasn't that Mars, one. It
0: was, Rover. It, it's like more it of a low Rover. budget. It's a low budget f- film that I thought was really compelling. Um, fuck it. it it'll uh, come to me.
1: I like th- there was one I saw. Like, I remember like back in like 2018 or 2016, that movie life, which was essentially like sort of oh. like an alien thing. Mm-hmm, I was mm-hmm. like, dude, this one, like nobody was talking about it. And I randomly like picked up the Blu-ray on like a black Friday sale. And I was like, dude, this is like one of my favorite movies of the year.
0: <laughs> yeah. I thought it was pretty good too, actually.
1: Yeah. Um, next up we got The Seating, January twenty-sixth. Oh um uh, debut director of Barnaby Clay. <laughs> Don't
0: name your kid Barnaby. <laughs> Barnaby Clay. Uh, what a name.
1: Evokes God. the gritty horror of the 70s and centers around a hiker lost in the desert. He seeks refuge from an isolated woman living alone. A hmm. setup right for grim ripe for grim horror. I mean, that's kind of like a my alley type
0: it doesn't movie. really give you much there which i kind of like no. but like but yeah. I, mean, I mean first off i'm a big fan of desert settings mm-hmm. so i probably should have liked what wa- uh, a lot more <laughs> no i <laughs> so, i said that's one thing i loved about the movie was the setting i love the desert setting i think it's just it's so it's almost scary right because it's so fucking hot during the day and it's so cold at night and it's like it's got this imbalance of like temperatures and sh- i don't know there's something about desert i just find very intriguing so but mm-hmm. oh, that's pretty cool, though, man. A lost hiker in the desert. Mm-hmm. Okay. Hopefully, um, it has like that real kind of like gritty grindhouse. Seventies. It looks
1: a little. Just, I mean, just from the screenshot, it looks like it might j- be I, See now, this
0: this is, yeah, this is the type of movie that I would want it to be filmed on film and not just like a like a grindhouse filter over their digital video. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? I think this is yeah. uh, the type of setting that you really need to do it on film. So.
1: Uh, next up is Lisa Frankenstein, February 9th. Uh, okay, it's man. set in the 80s, coming of rage, love story between an unpopular <clears throat> high school student called Perfect <clears throat> Dead. She's resurrected for herself. The goth lovebirds with a penchant for murder are played by Catherine Newman from Freaky and Cole Sprouse from Riverdale. My uh, God. The weird science-inspired <laughs> Cole tale Sprouse written- from yeah like Daddy. Cody
0: um so she did Jennifer's body I believe written by and directed by Zelda Williams why do I know the name Zelda Williams um
2: she's been in a couple movies I guess
0: yeah like. it just sounds familiar because the name's Zelda I mean it's not very common yeah I mean I, when I, think, Zelda, I, think, the, of, I think of Zelda, I think is Nintendo <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I can't wait to go see this in a theater and like have all my teenage girls there Oh my God, dude, I could never no, bring myself to watch this. movie. You, the only way you could ever get me to watch this movie is if you literally kidnapped me and you fucking Argentoed my eyes open.
1: Why? <laughs> you know what, how, like, how much, I hate? So bad you I, know how much I hate about that. I saw the trailer for
2: this a couple weeks ago. It d- was uh, very dude. for teen
0: girls. The only thing I, worse than romantic comedies are romantic fucking horror zombie movies, man. I swear to christ Return of Living Dead 3. Kate, okay, that's a little bit different though. I mean, I get there's the love story <laughs> angle to it, but it's not like corn like this just seems fucking cornball, man. Like this seems yeah. so bad. You know,
1: dude. honestly, dude, over the years I've become quite a fan of the uh horror romance. I, I never thought I would be, but I mean like Hellraiser, Spring. Oh, JP, you started to show so a little bit of a softer good, uh, side
0: of your Mexican. <laughs>
1: Cemetery so Man? Necromantic. Huh? One, I'm not two. saying
0: that I don't enjoy it, but I, I mean, this. See, Cemetery Man's not Cornball. I mean, there's so many layers to that movie, too. Like, this is just, this is just like straight up, right? This is
1: very clearly. Well, good. it's Diablo Cody, too. So you're going to have like that weird, like, matter of fact, like, like quick witted dialogue.
0: What was that really shitty fucking. Romantic zomcom that came out a few years back. That if you're
1: talking bodies. about warm bodies, that's not yes. a few years back. That's yeah, like that was like
2: back, yeah, That's like twelve so, years ago. That's okay. your,
1: your your time reference is like the worst,
0: dude. <laughs> it's, because, it's because it just seems like yesterday. But man, warm bodies it literally made me puke. I never was so. It.
1: But that was coming mad. out when we started this podcast. Yeah, dude. yeah, and I didn't like,
0: know anything about it. I actually literally just i i popped it in, not knowing a thing about it. And I, I just knew that it was a zombie film. Oh man, was I in for some fucking bullshit that for the next 90 minutes, man? Oh, yeah. I hated every moment of that movie. It was so bad. Ugh. It came out in 2013, dog. It was corn. Yeah, 20. 20- okay, so it's been, it's like 11 years old, man. I am really, really bad with fucking time frames, <laughs> couple, aren't I? A couple years back. couple years back. You know, it was, I think it was during COVID or something like that. No, actually, it was 2013, bro. You're, right. you're terrible. You're yeah. terrible.
1: Actually, funny enough, we this show here for those of you who don't know is the woman trilogy or what else is it called like the dead river trilogy or something um we actually reviewed i the call, it the, off, I the call it the
0: offspring trilogy I, that's what i've always known it as
1: i've heard it as the woman trilogy but there's an actual official title for it too which is yeah. probably what i'll title the episode it's like dead the dead river trilogy or something
0: yeah actually, I, was, I was thinking about that because I knew that we'd reviewed the woman on the show and that's where that joke came from like moods hates or loves this movie but hates the woman yeah
1: and uh, women that was episode seven dude I think yeah dude, episode
0: that... it was something like super early bro do you know what I rated the woman in that episode I like, I'm, I'm literally asking you yeah because I have actually no idea like I I, I remember some of my thoughts back then. And I, I was, I was, I was so excited to rewatch it because I hadn't seen it in fucking years. And, uh, I was just like, I wonder if my thoughts are going to be changing. Cause like, I mean, we're talking, you know, 10, 11 years ago, we did this. So
1: mm-hmm. it's a long you, time. You gave it a four.
0: <laughs> okay.
1: <laughs> it was episode 12. And, uh, <laughs> that's, that's, uh, man, look, look, here's, what was on the show. We had news mood swings Q&A. q and a q uh, and a bogeyman 2005 review the old dark house 1932 review oh shit fingerprints 2006 stay alive 2006 jug face okay. 2013 delivery 2013 strange behavior 1981 a 2011 lovely molly uh Ooh, and that was probably Jeremy's me pick of the week moods pick of the week and jp's pick of the week, and we did we used to review a lot of shit.
0: yeah those <laughs> yeah. old fucking, the old format to the show well we changed the format in the show yeah, so we did all times. that in two hours <laughs> yeah well that was that see that was the thing like we used to do such short reviews like on, like on purpose kind of thing and that and because we were reviewing so much stuff but then it just got to the point where we couldn't stop talking and, and yeah we had to reformat the show because <laughs> fucking long.
2: Mood, a lot of the time like moods would just like outpace like both you and jeremy where you guys would have a few of the moves enough like 15 movies
1: yeah oh yeah dude dude sometimes it would just go off like especially if we took like two weeks off oh i know man <laughs> we had so many um but i do sort of miss like the what we watch thing but i i think we kind of do it now but like just like not back and forth. We're just like, yeah, it's all like yeah. a round tree thing. It's so, not like standardized. It's just like a conversation, yeah,
3: right?
0: Which was actually kind of funny. You bring that up. Cause I was actually going to mention off the top of the show. If you guys had, uh, watched any 2011 films since, well, I mean, that's kind of the, the property now, I guess for the next big show. So <laughs>
1: I watched quarantine too. <laughs> I, I watched a couple that
2: were all just like, I knew I was going to suffer watching it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I watched the, I watched Hellraiser revelations.
1: One of the best Hellraisers. Wow, man All right um I watched- uh, uh, wait, hold on, hold on. am I wrong? Have you um, seen all the Hellraiser films? I've seen I think all of them except the last two. Let's say there's thirteen or twelve Hellraiser films. What would you say top five would be one of the best know
2: <laughs> <your> <laughs> i would, I don't think it's going to do my top five though
1: of Hellraiser, really, yeah
2: yeah i would probably really? have yeah i know for sure one two and three are above it
1: well like, yeah those are the best ones <laughs> so
2: after that um i probably like the space one more dude i don't like the space one <laughs> it's corny but i just but, like but you know I, like, I i, gotcha.
1: I haven't that, watched that new cut the arrow put out because i didn't buy the the new release
0: but they're gonna release that one separate though right because i'm not rebuying a fucking box set just for one film like i have the the hellraiser trilogy i just want the fourth movie on a decent transfer
1: right me too that's what i was like that's why i didn't want to pull the trigger on it because i've i've upgraded i'm not buying that box i don't care about
0: having those movies in 4k anyways like i'm fine with the blu-rays but i'm not buying it for fucking part four there's no way right give me that solo release man like shit but i'm sure it'll come because arrow always does that man you know They'll probably say no. We're it, it's, we're not going to release a solo, but then no solo. <laughs> yeah, but I yeah. also watched Livid
2: by the guys that made Inside. I thought it was like kind of medium.
1: I I, mean, he- I I read you say that these guys have been coasting on Inside for their whole
0: career. Yeah, I like Livid, man. I-, I don't know. I I saw your rating. I was like, holy Levide. shit! Great. Livid Livid. It's
2: like Livid, but like it's just like Livid Livid is like the French name.
0: Yeah, I I actually have a couple copies of that movie. I, I really yeah. enjoyed though.
2: It's like it's not the
0: worst movie, but I thought it's like I I didn't I like the it, one that they did a couple of years back. Which one was that? <laughs> My time frame's probably. I don't even remember. I one. just oh, remember uh, like, shit. I,
1: what the hell was that one called? Oh, Leatherface.
0: No, no, I like Leatherface. <laughs> no, the I know
1: what one you're talking about.
0: Um I reviewed <laughs> it. was on, on Shudder at one point. I, yeah, I reviewed what it's it. called. Yeah, I reviewed it on the show and I I I stress like how
1: it did it was, there was it some like big it, like plot major major
0: plot holes in the right like the the script was so messy dude there was so many problems with the script I was like I could not like stop thinking about it while I was watching the movie I'm like man the script is so messy like there's so many holes and shit I'm like man it just sucks man because it could have been such a good movie but yeah script kind of fucked it up but yeah, so you 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 kind of watched some shit there, didn't you, Tyler? Yeah,
2: hey, I got two more. Oh, I watched the Moth Diaries, which is basically like just don't watch this movie unless you like <laughs> Twilight. It's like it's literally just like an eighty minute like like fanfic like Twilight movie. It's it's not vampires. Tyler, or anything. It's Fifty
1: Shades of Gray, then that's so bad like it's it like, sounds it's, bad it sounds it's bad.
2: awful like immediately like when i i just like i kind of read the description it sounded cool like sounded like okay enough by the description and the woman who made american psycho directed it so i couldn't mm. fix, it could, like it had a bad rating oh, damn. Oh! It, it can only be so bad you know what i mean
0: right right i know then like okay.
2: five minutes though just by like the cinematography and lighting it's like it's fucking twilight you, you know immediately it's for like the Twilight audience. So oh just, my god, I couldn't
1: do yeah. that. When did second? Twilight there's come no out? Way. It was around that time, right? It was
2: like two thousand, like the late. I think two
1: thousand eight. Yeah. yeah, so it was like right. It was like Twilight Mania. Had like took. Yeah, off.
2: it was like very clearly like capitalizing like on the Twilight audience. But it's really weird because this movie's rated R, and the only thing that gives it an R rating is like there's like one like little brief sex scene where you see like a like a boob for like two seconds, and like <laughs> that's the only R worthy thing. Wow, it's that's more claim. Yeah, um, and i watched the tunnel and that was pretty good
1: yeah tunnels good the tunnel's great um i think i watched another one too but i can't oh i did uh i threw on the orphan killer but i still need to finish it i've always liked it it's not like the most amazing movie you, in the world. you know
0: what? you know what really sucks about the orphan killer man the, the
1: i know fucking, you're gonna say the music but i it, like it it fucking hurts the movie dude it's it just it i sucks. think it works for what kind of movie it is
0: oh man i just wish it had a different type of fucking soundtrack to it man i really do man like and it's like, I'm not even opposed to like metal soundtracks and shit like that. And look, but for some odd reason, that movie just, it doesn't work for me in that one, man. I don't know it bugs I, me. I
1: think, I think because I, I don't know. I don't like metal really. Like I'm not a big metal fan, right? I'm not right. a fan of like, movies. I, yeah, right. Most people aren't. But for some reason, like in the orphan killer, it always, and I saw this shit when it came out too, mm-hmm. um, it was kind of like one of those like indie, like slasher, like hits that a lot of people were like, reviewing it's gory, man. It's gory. Yeah but um yeah i don't think i watched i mean dude tyler you're at like fucking 50 movies in 14 days
3: yeah
0: so that is <laughs> fucking insane
2: dude i've watched a good handful of shorts but it's still like way higher than like the average what else, else
0: like- did you watch jp
1: oh i watched swamp shark from 2011 as well
0: is that the one with um uh what's her face the blonde haired chick um yeah 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 her Christy Swanson Christy Swanson yeah yeah Ooh, I've never seen nice. that movie I've never actually never seen I, that um, I've
1: seen it I think I've seen it before I just kind of, I didn't really like hyper focus on it I just like threw it on while I was editing at, at the thumbnail I don't know why I said the blonde hair
0: girl I, sh- I was gonna say Buffy but anyways yeah. um <clears throat> I did watch a few I watched Casadega which I've had in my collection probably since 2011 It was still sealed <laughs> so I was like, bustled that one Casadega was actually pretty good it's a little bit long it's like two fucking hours man it definitely overstays its welcome but it's actually not a bad film though at all uh then I then I proceeded to watch take shelter read after which is another fucking two hour movie um thinking going into it I was like I don't I don't think I've seen this but then I was about 20 minutes in and I was like I've seen this movie it's pretty good yeah uh Michael Shannon's performance is great in it. yeah um, that's mm-hmm. what I'm definitely the- gonna rewatch closer to Showtime
1: yeah there's there's some uh yeah I like that there's like a there was a post apocalyptic theme going on in 2011. Yeah. I watched a lot of them like in a like near each other but there's at least
0: 5 at least. Yeah, there's a bunch. So Tyler, so I got a question man. The end of the movie is is it just another dream or was he actually not crazy?
2: I mean, I might have a different opinion when I rewatched it again, but I thought he just wasn't crazy because I remember like I read my review of it and I was going to make a comparison to the Babadook and then I remember the ending. So I definitely thought like he wasn't Cause, crazy
0: because they set it up where, you know, they obviously have like these visions throughout the film and stuff like that. And the end of the movie is either he's having another one or the shit's really going down and yeah. he actually was basically just having premonitions and he actually that's, wasn't taking out
1: I his 100% it. think that it's suggesting that he was right.
0: Yeah, right. honestly, I think without well, it,
2: would, like, it's I not really th- even
0: a horror movie. I think that he was right, too, because I think it's just too straightforward to suggest that he was actually losing his mind like his mom did, because they threw yeah. all that into the narrative and they stress that a lot. Like, and, you know, it's obviously the main focus of the film, like, is he going crazy or not kind of thing and stuff. And and but I think. I think he actually was just calling the shots, man. I think he was figuring it out. Like he was having yeah. premonitions and I i don't think he was actually crazy. Like that shit that happens at the end is actually happening.
2: That was my interpretation <laughs> of it.
0: Yeah, sure. I, man, his his performance in the scene where he gets into the fight at the fucking, um, at the the dinner tape, not yeah. the dinner, the, the whatever the, that lunch thing or whatever they're doing, man, he goes off the fucking rails in that scene, dude. It's awesome. Really yeah, good. Really good. reminded scene. me a lot of bug
1: it does oh yeah it, it's like a similar performance because it's like you're yeah. not sure it, if they're crazy or not very you know it, I mean? almost
0: paranoid right like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, like I, and just
1: he, does, he does paranoia so fucking well man yeah yeah I, i've always liked michael shannon me too i'm a big fan uh, i'm a from, huge fan from of michael everything shannon. i've seen him in even yeah. eight mile
0: i mean i've i've seen this been too long night before the night before where he plays the angel in it <laughs> he's the guy yeah. like throwing the parties and shit. it's so awesome man. um yeah I watched a uh, 247 degrees Fahrenheit again uh that movie's got a scary premise man being locked in it's a sauna, fun it,
1: it's it's it it's not like the best movie in the world but it, it's a fun no
0: movie. it's got a great premise it just runs too long because there's not enough material <laughs> for it right like so right. you have to have like all these like under these subplots and so it's like man nah, it is what it is but um I think it would work really well as like a shorter movie like a really short movie
1: it, it, like a segment in an anthology
0: yeah exactly like it's scary dude like uh, even the reveal just it just makes you so mad too right like how the door actually gets locked and shit you're like "Fuck, i'm in a fucking numbskull um yeah
1: that's like oh, like when i watch open water too like that's how i felt like it's right. like a steak that
0: that's exactly <laughs> like
1: in <ruined> everybody's life <laughs> yeah
0: that's exactly a good uh good comparison uh i watched penumbra um the film by adrian garcia uh, garcia Bagolano.
1: is that a 2011 uh, movie
0: yeah yeah I it know. is it was released by IFC. Um it's not his best work and I'm a big fan of Adrian Garcia Bugalano. He's pretty much never missed I think good.
1: I own that movie.
0: Yeah, it's it was released by IFC so you probably do. Um but it's not one of it's it's got such a weird tone to it. It's got like this this very comedic but not like over the top comedic elements to it. It's like serious toned but then it's got these comedic elements to it. It's like kind of satire. Like it's it's such a strange movie, man. Um, it's fun though, but it's honestly, it's not one of his best, best movies. In my opinion, uh, rewatched the caller, which I've always liked that movie. I like movies where people receive calls and stuff. And it's like from, you know, this person that's dead and shit like that. And I mean, there's, I mean, it's, it's not like the greatest movie in the world, but it's pretty fun. Have you guys ever seen the caller no. where this girl moves into an apartment and her phone starts ringing and, and then she answers yeah, it. And it turns I'm out looking it's like, it up right now. Cause it wasn't on my list. Yeah, um, yeah, rewatch it. was fun. It's fun. I have watched it a couple times over the last few years. I, I don't know, there's something about those type of movies I always like. Um, they're really like
2: easy to watch movies, which there's like something to be said about that, just like entertaining, easy to watch movies. Yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, then I watched the After Dark originals, actually, it was done for it was actually a sci fi movie TV film called 51. Obviously, takes place in like a that, military that
1: came out near the After Dark thing, yeah, yeah. So.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like in the credits, it's like done by sci-fi, and shit. you can totally tell it's, it's your very typical type sci-fi TV film. Um, the, I think the the creatures, the monsters, look pretty cool in this movie. I always, I actually, really I
1: actually it. thought it was kind of funny.
0: It is fun. I, I actually like Fifty One. I remember watching when it first came out with the After Dark originals, and I was like, man, that's a fun one. But I'm a big fan of like those kind of sci-fi TV films that you just you just go in with the expectation it's just going to be that TV sci-fi film
1: yeah well they also I like the ones where they don't try to make it like God awful you know what I mean they they try to make this one try to make it yeah right that's why it works for me
0: and the crazy thing is like the practical effects in this too man like I was like whoa like I I couldn't really remember it I was like wow it's pretty interesting and of course the woman from 2011 so killing two birds with one stone
2: yeah that was nice yeah, I don't particularly like love the sci fi movies, but I have like some nostalgia for them. I watched a
0: lot of those like when I was like a teenager and younger. Oh, man, I always used to like just catch them on TV and shit. They, they always yeah. make me laugh because like every single movie uses like the same fucking catalog, like soundtrack. It's like that same generic catalog music. It's so funny to me, man.
2: Didn't Tony <laughs> Hooper direct like a crocodile movie like that? Yeah. like a sci-fi channel yeah everybody yeah, saw that as yeah I, I saw that as a kid and then like i found out that it was him as an adult i, was like, Holy
0: yeah, I know shit. i know it's such a shocking yeah, moment i don't right? think like- it was
1: i don't think it was actually made for sci-fi it just aired on there a lot yeah
2: i know i watched it on the sci-fi channel because i don't remember what the movie after it was but i wanted to watch a movie after i was like okay i'll sit through it's this one. probably too.
1: crocodile Two death death roll <laughs>
2: I actually like that one too. I, I know I rented that one at Blockbuster.
1: Yeah, I used, dude, I used to watch all those octopus, octopus too. That's that's where that's where my inspiration for the zoo or our inspiration for the zoology. Yeah, just I
2: watched came. like all those crocodile movies back, my like Blood Surf Lake Placid. Those were just like so cool at the time. I love yeah. croc
0: movies, man. I, I've Same. always been a big fan of them, man. They're good. Like Rogue yeah. was good. Like Rogue was really
1: Rogue rich, yeah. Primeval, <laughs> there's a bunch. Yeah, yeah there's a so bunch, bunch Primeval on a
2: movie theater. I remember that.
1: Oh. um, are we back to the top 50? Yeah, that, that was a, yeah, 22
0: shots of fucking tangents and horror. Holy shit. That was a long one too. I think that was like a 20 minute tangent.
1: Yeah. Well, um, next up
0: yeah, we have, yeah. Let's <laughs> get out of this Le- uh, Lisa Frankenstein shit or whatever it's called. Oh hey, my yeah.
1: God. We went from that Lisa to that. Oh, wow. That's a long time ago. Um, out of the darkness February Out, nine, of, darkness. Like a, out of darkness, thank you. Um, Looks like a period piece. Uh, It says, Stone Age horrors will be unleashed in the upcoming Out of Darkness, which had previously been titled The Origin. The Paleolithic set film follows a group of survivors attempting to find a new home in an unforgiving land, only to find themselves being hunted. I mean, I'm always down for period pieces.
0: Stone Age horrors. I like that term.
1: What is is the Paleolithic
0: era?
2: That's like. I know. Um, it's like-,
1: like fucking cavemen. I think so. I don't. It's gotta be.
0: I think, I think, dumb. I think that's what they're referring to. I mean, it does start off with stone age. So I'm, I'm assuming that's what that era is. Yeah. Yeah. What's I am I'm, I'm, um, I'm trying to, I'm trying to rack my brain, but I know the word and I'm, I'm just trying to associate it. I think it is that period. It's that period. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. It's gotta be, but, uh, that sounds cool.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's sound cool. Um, February 16th, we have monolith. Um this is that uh,
0: the chick star... Oh yeah it is the chick from Evil Dead Rise.
1: Yep. <laughs> um, I was like... Evil Dead Rise is Lily Sullivan plays a podcaster drawn into a strange alien conspiracy when embarking on her latest project. Except a quiet meditative chiller uh oh expect a quiet meditative chiller centered almost entirely around Sullivan. Sounds like uh we will not save you too. <laughs>
2: Honestly, this is what I'm kind of looking forward to. When I was like really like grinding for like those last like 2023 picks, like this is a movie I saw like come up until I like researched to see it was just like a festival movie. Mm-hmm.
1: Listen, I'm all about. I lo- love movies where it's like sort of like smaller scale, where it's just like one or two mm-hmm. people in the movie and. I actually, I, I didn't love the, they won't, what is it? We will not save you. What was the, no we one were, will save you. No one, no will, one save will save you. you.
3: Yeah.
1: I didn't love it, but I did. I was like happy to see like a, like cool alien flick with like cool looking, like traditional aliens. I-, I love alien movies like fire in the sky and stuff like that. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, that's but cool I don't
1: one. like the ones that are overly like CG and get like action. kind of, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, yeah. and, th- and that one kind of did a bit, but, uh, <sighs> I-, I mean, I think aliens are super scary. Like fire in the sky is like super creepy movie.
0: I'm just um, hoping that this doesn't become like a new fad where they're going to start producing all these movies without fucking dialogue and shit. Cause I like dialogue in movies. And I feel like, you know, when, when, when something like this gets on hit and shit and then people start jumping on that, like, well, I need to make a movie with no dialogue too. I hope <laughs> that doesn't become the norm. It's like, oh, I don't know, man. It's just like, it's like this. Well, story.
1: I don't know if this one doesn't have dialogue. Hopefully. Oh, I no, no, no. Well, I'm, she's I'm not, a, she's a podcaster. So I
0: hope it does. <laughs> yeah <laughs> I'm not suggesting it does I was just thinking about like that becoming a thing and I'm like yeah. no I don't want to he- uh, here and to there a it's
1: fine of- to experiment with stuff like that but yeah I don't want to see a trend of that
0: <laughs> yeah I mean it's like it's like this whole fucking trend that happened in like underground hip-hop with um a lot of drumless songs like n- there's no drums and I'm like you take the fucking drums out of fucking hip-hop you. and it's like you just got fucking background strings and shit it's like what the fuck but it's like this huge thing it became this like huge thing where there's like and it's still going on people putting out records of no fucking drums and i'm like my god but mm-hmm. I, it got me thinking about like this this potential fucking fad of like producing movies without dialogue and i'm like no but then again it would it, it would be so easy to do right you don't have to write a script really <laughs> i mean a screenplay so it's like man you just you yeah you have this general idea and you roll with it so
1: yeah see dialogue like good dialogue is like my favorite thing in film like <laughs> like quentin tarantino is like yeah. that's why he's like one of my favorite like people oh i know to watch because i love good dialogue like yeah not, and in, i'm not even saying like realistic dialogue i'm just saying like stuff that is intriguing to me and, and that's why tarantino is always like he has, like, he tangent the he tangent the movie. <laughs> like, most like, of the coolest dialogue is, like, tangents from the story. You know, like, like I think yeah. of Reservoir Dogs tipping scene, right?
3: Right, right. it's Like, like, like that watching... has
1: really nothing bearing on the movie, but it, it sets up the characters nice, mm-hmm. and it's an interesting conversation that feels like some shit that people be talking about.
0: <laughs> like, Wolf of Wall Street, man. That movie has insane dialogue to it, man.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
3: Fucking so
0: amazing, it. man. Oh, man. Leonardo DiCaprio is fucking absolutely amazing in that movie like it's it just the, the the fucking monologues and shit that he gives man they go on and on like it's just uncut too it's like fucking unbelievable
2: it's a very entertaining brief oh my god
0: movie. it is man it never stops for like three it's so fucking yeah. entertaining dude and it's so much cursing in it too it's awesome i love that movie it's fucking great
1: mm. sounds good uh history of evil february 23rd a family on the run from an oppre- oppressive role takes shelter in a remote safe house, but the house harbors a dark, insidious past that seems to awaken with the arrival of the family. I mean, mm. That could literally be like anything. Yeah, that doesn't sound. That <laughs> like sounds that movie, so generic. Like yeah, like I, I don't know, but um, who knows? Uh, next up, we got February twenty third. Stop motion, Asling, Franciosi. Um, from wow. the last voyage of Demeter, stars as a stop
0: motion animator,
1: there's stars a fucking... stop motion animator who is struggling to control her demons after the loss of her overbearing mother to cope. She begins a new creepy puppet feature, which winds up becoming a battleground for her sanity and the puppets take on life. Like, this sounds fucking
0: awesome. <laughs> wow. That's cool. Like
1: if that's done well, that could be cool. I love movies that take, um, like a, a profession and like, si- and, and like, it deals with that like think of like blowout and like uh uh barbarian bur- barbarian sound studios stuff like that
0: yeah yeah yeah
1: that's kind of cool huh yeah
0: that, no, that one sounds really good actually yeah mm-hmm. would you Promise say it was it?
1: called stop uh, motion uh, it is called stop motion <laughs> one word <laughs> oh okay i got gotcha. you hmm. um march 8th we got imaginary a stuffed bear named chauncey gets bloodthirsty in this upcoming horror movie from Oh, Jeff, it's not Sean <laughs> uh, No, uh, the director of Cry Wolf, Kick Ass, Truth or Dare, and Fantasy Island, and The Curse of Bridge Hollow. Uh, a woman must take on a sinister imaginary friend. Um, uh, seems next. like maybe like a Blumhousey type.
0: Yeah, it does you know, does not that. sound up my alley.
1: Um, this one. This one's given me like bones in all vibes just from the picture. But it says, Love lies bleeding. It says, Revenge gets ripped in St. Maud director Ross Glass's romantic thriller, starring Kristen Stewart as a gym manager. Uh, Lou, who falls in love with a bodybuilder, the couple get embroiled in vengeance and violence thanks to Lou's criminal family. Yeah, sounds uh, all right. Uh, I think of that one. Uh, I'm interested. Hey, hey St. Maud was pretty good. Uh, I wasn't the hugest fan.
2: Mm. I'm not that high on Sight mob, but I think it like, it's like a well-made movie. I yeah, mean, no, it's definitely well-made. Uh, I'm, I'm honestly one... a fan of Christian Stewart too.
1: Yeah. There was a few um, personal shopper that like ever since she got out of like the twilight thing, she's done a couple horror films and she's been all right.
0: Yeah. It was, who was, she wasn't the one that started in the, Was it the shopper? Was, was yeah, like her? the personal,
1: the personal shopper, shopper, wasn't it called? Yeah,
0: that was her, right? Yeah, it's yeah, it's, oh,
1: okay. that's
2: it's pretty decent. It's kind of like yeah, it's kind of like it's like kind of like slower, like burn drama. I like mm-hmm. that movie. The shopper yeah, it was good. Yeah, I like it. I like that director a lot. He's cool, huh. Oliver Sacksius.
1: Um, this next one looks really kind of interesting. It's called Late Night with the Devil, March twenty second. Uh, up next from Australia, writing directing team Colin Ooh. and Cameron Ka- Karen Carney's. Uh, of a hundred bloody acres and scare campaign is a found footage horror late night with the devil. Um, so it seems like it's going to be like a uh, late night talk show host that is maybe like an exorcist thing, or like they have somebody that's actually possessed uh, on the show or something. But this the the picture that they show the aesthetic of it looks like straight fucking it's like seventies. Straight seventies.
0: Yeah. I was looking at that going, man, that looks good, man. Yeah, this is
2: one of the movies on my short list that I'm really looking forward
0: to. This has has everything going to it, man. It's got like the 70s aesthetic backdrop to it. It's an Australian film um, from the people that did 100 100 Bloody Acres, which I love that movie, actually. Scare Campaign was cool. Yeah, like,
1: I just think that the... The aesthetic like pretty much sold me like just right away because oh, yeah. i love when <laughs> they all that like 70s yeah. or like tv show, like like you watch any of those old like game shows or tv or like talk shows from like the 70s and shit, dude yeah this looks just like it so that's pretty cool this is actually a pretty good list of like giving me ideas of what to look for um but anyway next up march 22nd you'll never find me Uh, A torrential downpour late one evening brings an unexpected visitor to a stranger's door in a quiet RV park. The man, Patrick, invites the visitor inside to dry off and take refuge from the raging storm outside. It sparks an eerie cat and mouse game where not everything is as it seems in the feature directorial debut of Indiana Bell and Josiah Allen. Don't know really much from that, but... Um, I do like movies that take place during torrential downpours,
3: hmm.
1: yeah, something like okay. Storm Morning and uh, Crawl, Crawl, yeah, <laughs> right, right, canes and shit. Uh, awesome, yeah. yeah. Uh, next up here, we have one that I'm pretty looking forward to. Uh. And, you, uh, man. that is ghostbusters frozen empire and as i say that the page freezes for me nice um uh, ghostbusters frozen empire this bengler family returns to where it all started the iconic new york city firehouse to team up with the original ghostbusters to battle a supernatural threat that has rendered the city icy wasteland
0: so is it actually going to have everyone in it
1: the one I think one's dead right
0: well yeah I mean <laughs> <it's> yeah <laughs> you know what I mean <laughs> Fuck, I wasn't referring to that. Yeah, but.
2: the other three are on the cast I'm looking at it right well, now did
1: you did you ever get around to watching Ghostbusters Afterlife bro
2: I didn't actually but I'll definitely watch it before I go see this
0: yeah you did okay but what, what's Dude. after Afterlife is the last one like yeah 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 no I saw it in the theater. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I loved it. It made my top 10. It was like number four.
0: No, it was great, man. I thought it was excellent. I thought they did a really good job, man. You like with the, with the third act and shit was really good
1: right and this one looks like a straight continuation of that i did see the trailer for this one in the theater at the end of the year and i was like oh yeah this looks this looks awesome like the ice that it looks so cool and they return into the i'm not even a fucking big ghostbusters fan but it's like i've gotten excited for this yeah um the that last movie really made me like the franchise like more well i've never seen that one with the women
0: but oh, I won't.
1: Yeah,
2: don't just don't do it. I won't. Even <laughs> I'm like, I'm you. like you. I'm not you even like the misogynists. No, I'm like, no, you, like I'm no. not even like a great Ghostbusters fan. But like, it's like, there's such fun movies. I watched them a lot growing up, and like, it's such a cool concept. And it's like so iconic, and like the the women one it just every it's it's just a it's just it's so bad it's just all these like women behaving badly (laughs) jokes every guy in the movie's a moron like it's so dumb
0: yeah and it's got that you know the what's her name mccarthy in it and i I find her to be the most annoying person ever she's not funny and i just i would never watch a movie because she's in it man like oh she's horrible she's horrible can
1: we get rick moranis in this bitch
0: (laughs) oh no he's not in the cast andy potts is though well, Rick Moranis has been retired for a long time. Right? I don't know,
1: but like, let's yeah. <clears> come out. um, okay. Next up here, we got April 5th, the first Omen, uh, which I didn't even fucking know was happening. So oh it's God. actually
0: a prequel. So I wasn't sure about this. So it's actually a prequel to the original film. I thought, I thought for some reason they were making a prequel to, I guess the remake is really just a shock for just the same fucking movie. <laughs> so either well, way, dude, I honestly, never seen it
1: after the exorcist believer bro i don't i don't have faith right now dude in, exorcist in,
0: believer was like so incredibly horrible that was my
1: body i just thought, it, I just thought it, it felt fucking soulless bro
0: dude it's so yeah. bad dude man it, it uh, made me
1: depressed that like this is where we're at
0: yeah it, it, it just felt so pointless to me too
1: <clears throat> yeah um, so it, it says uh the prequel to the classic horror film franchise sees a woman travel to Rome to begin a new life in the service to the church, only to uncover a dark conspiracy that seeks the birth of great evil. I mean, we know what the omen is.
0: Yeah, I mean I mean I'm gonna end up watching it, but I can guarantee one thing, I'm probably not gonna enjoy it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'm a pretty uh, big it, fan of the omen. The original? yeah honestly really it's got one of it. the greatest yeah, it's kills. like one of the
1: best horror movies ever love it. Made, dude. It, i really? didn't like
2: i didn't feel strong about it though like for most of my life and i rewatched it like about two years ago and i like really really
0: liked it i think it has one of the best kills of all time the glass yes. Th- that decapitation is so fucking well done it- it's amazing it's like, done I- masterfully yeah oh it's executed so well like oh man i love that scene dude it's great
1: well that's another franchise we'll have to wrap round up
0: that is true. That is true. Yep. Yeah. Fuck, it just keeps going on and on, man.
1: Mm-hmm. Yep. Glad we never did the fucking Exorcist.
0: <laughs> right. Right. Oh, but when we do that franchise, we're going to still have to fucking Oh my god.
1: Well, it looks like they're pumping the brakes on this new trilogy like cuz uh David Gordon Green exited and they basically pulled Exorcist: yeah. Deceiver from the release yeah. schedule.
0: Yeah, I yeah. saw that actually and I was like, yeah, I think it's because of the feedback on the on um, that oh, one was just so yeah. bad. It just was not well received by anybody.
1: <laughs> yeah, I think like, the studio was probably like, "Yo, we're gonna have to like change some stuff." And David Gordon like, "Nope," and yeah. he's like, "Peace." As much
2: as like, I didn't like, like the Halloween movies. Like, there's people that definitely like the Halloween movies, and that I would ra- way rather watch those and watch something like this again.
1: Yeah, at least those have like kills and are like you know, at least they're, fun. they're like, fun.
2: Like, I'm not bored fun. of that movie. Like, right. this this was so bad.
1: I'm curious to see how those Halloween that Halloween trilogy looks in like 10 years like looking back on it you know what I mean yeah for sure yeah uh next up here this title fucking just drives me insane Godzilla X Kong the new Empire did you guys ever see the South Park episode tweak X Craig yeah yeah I can't just stop picturing Godzilla and Kong making out or something Jesus, Christ. I, know, I was trying to get, I was trying to
0: read <laughs> this title too. And I was like, Godzilla X Kong. What the new, what the fuck? It's like hard to read. dude. Yikes. It's just um, a honestly, bad title. bro.
1: Uh, the, when you look at the whole new, like m- American franchise, I think like skull Island is awesome and fun. The first Godzilla from like 2014, I thought was pretty, pretty fun. I- and then the next two, the, uh, Godzilla, uh, uh, Monst- what the fuck was the one called? Godzilla, King of Monsters, yeah. I didn't think was very good. And then Godzilla versus King Kong, I didn't think was very good. But I, well, the, the King I liked Kong both, versus man. Godzilla, like fights were fun, but the human stuff was like the absolute worst. But I don't know, man. I just, I don't know how I, I, I just was so bored in uh, King of Monsters, start falling asleep.
0: Yeah, the, the I, I get that though, man. The narrative with the the human shit's not really the greatest, but I mean, honestly, I can't even really remember that shit overly too well. It's just I'm there for the monsters, so I,
1: mean, I think Skull Island's the best one. Skull Island's all, is actually really fun. yeah, it's super fun. Um, I, I think it'll be interesting people going back to these
2: after like
1: minus one. Well,
2: yeah, how well minus one was received?
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. I agree. I think they I think people are going to be like, look at it like. I don't know. Then again, these are like fucking the same audience that our Marvel movies are for, you know what I mean? Yeah. Very true. So I don't know if the people that saw Godzilla minus one is the same audience that is like the Marvel fans, you know,
2: yeah. I think a lot I, of them did see it, hmm. I know. Like, but either way, I think like they're, I don't know. There's probably like, just like a lot of people too, that would go see this that just like wouldn't go see minus one strictly because it's subtitled.
1: Yeah. Yeah. uh so this is the fifth entry in the legendaries or, or sorry in legendaries monsterverse uh sees titans godzilla and king kong teaming up to combat a world ending new threat uh that actually sounds kind of interesting i guess the sequel is written by simon barrett from your next the guest and directed by adam wingard as was the last one i believe right
0: yeah yeah I can't believe how huge Adam Wingard's got, man. It's fucking crazy. All right, watching his oh, fucking yeah. indie films from years ago <laughs> to like directing King Kong or uh, Godzilla films and shit. I'm like, this is fucking nuts.
1: Yeah, there's a handful of people who literally did that exact. Like James Gunn went on to do like Marvel flicks, and then I know. Um, uh, Michael Dor- Doherty did. Uh, he did. What did he do? King Kong, or. Er- now he might have did the first Godzilla one that they did or something. I think he did one of those. Um, yeah,
0: he did something big,
1: anyways. Yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Check out this one, untitled Universal monster
0: thriller. I know. I was April reading that. 19th. I was like, what the April nineteenth. April
1: we We'll figure it out. <laughs>
0: yeah. Um, How could it have Matt, no title and this being released April nineteenth?
1: I know, right, Matt Alpine and Tyler Gillette helm this currently untitled universal monster movie that sees a group of criminals bite off more than they can chew when they kidnap a young girl as if this isn't enticing enough the untitled film stars two people i've never heard of what the fuck i don't understand this that's just weird huh yeah like i mean to me what like so they did the invisible man Mm. oh no I mean I know they were supposed to they did Renfield I think they were supposed to I can't can't follow these movies but no well I don't know <laughs> I guess we need to wait to figure out what universal monster I know like, that. like is it like one of the classic monsters is that what they're saying or is it I like,
0: like I don't know I'm confused by that description so
1: um okay April twenty sixth infested uh arachnophobes beware this creepy crawly horror movie sees a venomous spider let loose upon an apartment building where it quickly spawns hundreds of offspring. I mean if it doesn't look like complete bullshit CGI I'm totally down.
0: Yeah, I mean this it's it's taking place inside a fucking apartment building. Sign me up. Uh, right.
1: this is actually one that's on my
2: short list too. I've heard a lot of good things about this. Okay, I guess this really times. crazy. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I this I guess did really well at festivals last year.
1: Hmm. Awesome. I'm a big uh spider horror creepy crawly type fan. Yeah, I like spider films too. Um this one looks interesting. May 10th horoscope. Uh college friends find themselves dying in fates revealed by mysterious horoscope readings based on the novel by Nicholas Adams. Interesting. Yeah, that
0: sounds okay. <clears throat> looks like a fucking album cover.
1: Um may 17th we i know right may 17th we have the strangers chapter one uh based on the original 2008 cult horror franchise the project features madeline petch who drives cross country with her longtime boyfriend froy gutierrez to begin a new life in the pacific northwest the couple soon runs afoul of Masked strangers chapter one marks the first of three installments uh, most interesting aspect of this directed by Ronnie Harlan. Yeah.
2: yeah, that's sick. Yeah, that's cool.
1: I mean, dude, I think there's so much potential with the strangers, like
0: film. Like, I, I mean, like they I are great. Like I didn't like the second one.
1: I, I liked the second, second the one first. until they fucking ruined it by like teasing a kill. It like pissed me off so bad because yeah. it was it was that kill that was in like the trailer park like pool with like the neon lights and right, you're like, right. holy shit, this is brutal. And then like the dude oh, like, lives, I yeah, that yeah, you're like, what the yeah. fuck, bro? Yeah,
2: that was kind of that was a cheap. That, that, that was
0: so stupid, man.
1: Yeah, but like that visually, scene was sick it and it was so like, good. Like, it yeah. I was like, it had like total enough of to the heart cranking. Yeah, it was beautiful. Dude. Yeah. They ruined it. Um but yeah, I mean, I'll watch these, like, I, I like the idea of like planning out a trilogy. Like, it, like, I don't like, think about it, right. If you make a film and it's successful, you then write a sequel. I like the idea of having a, like an idea in mind of a trilogy from the get go. Yeah. So that you're not like sort of shoehorning in and like modifying and creating a sequel out of thin air. Yeah, Whereas exactly. like, I, that's why I liked how x and pearl were because i i feel like ty west had the ideas for these oh before, of course he did. right you know yeah. well yeah because yeah. it shot them back, back well that's
0: back. what i felt like with the strangers too man i felt like it was just <clears throat> i don't know it was just like hey you know we can make a sequel to the strangers let's do it yeah and that's it's, kind of that's how fair. i felt like it came out it's a
2: definitely yeah. like a completely different movie completely different tone it, it, does, it, it yeah. does
0: it just does nothing for me, like I, I was so disappointed in that movie, man. I, I, uh, yeah, It's
3: I don't slasher. know this one
0: right here. Like I'm a not, invasion movie. I honestly don't have big high hopes for, I mean, I'll end up watching it kind of thing, but, uh, you know, who knows? It might, it might be better than the second one for myself who, who fucking knows with these movies, man.
1: <laughs> uh, okay. So after that, we have the watchers June 7th director in like channel lines. No, uh, no, 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 no. <laughs> Right, yeah. It is not M. Night Shyamalan, it's I. Night Shyamalan. (laughs) It's (laughs) I. Shana Night Shyamalan. Feature debut stars Georgina Campbell of Barbarian, Dakota Fanning, and adapts A. M. Shines novel. The plot sees a woman trapped with three strangers all stalked by mysterious creatures every night. I'm just curious on the fact that I didn't even know that his daughter at first, I didn't even know he had a daughter let alone. One that's directing. Wait, is that a daughter? Yeah, it's a daughter. I
0: looked yeah. at it. Okay. Yeah, no, it <laughs> is. I didn't I know
1: actually, that was a boy. I actually read
0: about this uh, a couple weeks back, actually. So,
1: yeah, that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. I'm interested. Yeah. Um. Then we got a quiet place. Day one. June Hard 28th. pass. Hard pass. Hard pass. I didn't, didn't even like watch the second place. No, I, I didn't
0: watched the second one either. Dude, we we <laughs> fucking we. I, I don't know if we reviewed the quiet place we or a quiet place on the place. show. Or I I talked about it, but remember, like I could not get over the whole baby. Like, remember, we had a huge argument about that shit and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. It's just, and I've I've talked to people about that scene, like who've liked me, and they're like, "Man, you're totally right, though. Like, it doesn't even make a lick of fucking sense that you put yourself in a danger like that. Like, it doesn't make any. You can't argue for the fact that it's a good idea. So the whole movie is like, yeah, I know you can, but, but the whole movie is just ruined by that. By that. is, Is the
1: is the whole like world supposed to just end then? Well, you dude, have kids. Like that's literally our instinct. Well, no, if kids you want to, if
0: you want to try and you know m- maintain your fucking your life, <laughs> you know you don't want to be yeah. fucking having. You know a baby crying in that miss and i mean all i just, know all, but all,
1: like wouldn't you, you couldn't you make the argument with that with like the dawn of time like everything was dangerous and trying to eat you but you you had babies because that's yeah i know but this is different but
0: this is different though man they're thinking that they're pretty much like you know the only people on earth and stuff like that but they're not 100 percent sure either so like there could be other people out there. There could be, you know, you you find them, you mate, you do some shit and stuff, but like having a kid without knowing the real facts of what actually is going on out there just seems very we, detrimental to just
1: restarted to, a five year old debate.
0: Yeah, it just seems very <laughs> detrimental to your health. And it just seems like there's more cons than pros to this idea that you possibly like you're putting yourself in in fucking intimate, intimate danger. Right, like I just I f- I find the whole premise to be a little bit like it it, it hurt the, the the film so much for myself. I never even checked out the sequel, which I heard was actually yeah. really bad. Anyways, though, yeah,
1: I think the sequel basically says that she was pregnant beforehand. <laughs> okay, no, I'm just kidding. I don't remember. <laughs> no, I was like that's fucking <laughs> but explosive. I remember like that was a a talking point. But uh, yeah, so this one is a prequel, which I think the first one, the second one was like sort of yeah, like I a, th- that, that, I no, 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 was a sequel. sequel it was a it starts as a prequel and then goes into sequel oh, okay right. i so never it either so it was nice, pretty
2: cool decent one. i had kind of the same problems <laughs> as moods but i'd be willing to give
0: it a second chance but you mm. know it says this is set to be uh, a universal expanding spin-off movie what
1: yeah, okay. that doesn't sound
0: like, pro-
1: so they're just going to so prequel. People. If it's a spinoff. So maybe, well, I assume they're just following different people. Yeah. On the
0: oh, it's set in the same audience. world, but it's just different yeah. following different characters. So there is other yeah. people living in the world then.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, I imagine, I mean, dude, it's fucking big world. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Um, well, I know there is from the sequel.
0: Oh, speaking of fucking M night. That's weird.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, I did know about this. Uh, trap august 2nd m night Shyamalan's next movie psychological thriller set at a concert nice but it does have one of moods's favorite actors in it josh hart oh fuck
0: i can't oh baby i can't watch it now (laughs) why would m night Shyamalan (laughs) do that shit to me man josh harnett seriously dude that guy's he is beyond
2: i like him I don't have an I, issue with them. One you, of my favorite
0: movies, a psychological thriller set at a concert. Now that is an interesting premise.
1: Yeah, how the fuck do you have a? Thriller I don't know, at man. Concert, I'm, I, it definitely,
0: <laughs> it definitely has piqued my interest on this. I mean, the
1: only devil. thing <laughs> I can even think of that's horror related that's set at a concert is fucking the episode it tells from the C- crypt with uh Katie C- Seagull in it.
0: Right. Yeah. With he the, with
1: the, the with the thing in his ear, right, out, where bro. he hears his.
0: That, that's a good episode, man.
2: With M night, he <laughs> takes swings though. Like it could just be anything, whether it makes sense or not.
1: Mm-hmm. I'm yeah. down. I mean, he's been pretty yeah. good for me lately. Um, after I was that, we, shot. yeah, we had a, we have borderlands August 9th, which is funny. Cause I'm actually playing borderlands right now. And
0: there is a bunch of movies called borderlands already. Like, yeah. But
1: this is a, this is our, this is a based on a game. So it's yeah, like, okay. can't really change the title. Um, oh, this is Eli the, Roth. Yeah, yeah, Eli Roth. <laughs> yeah. Unlikely oh, heroes must battle alien monsters and dangerous bandits and find and protect a and Mexican girl who have the key to an unimaginable power. It, Eli Roth's video game adaptation includes Jack Black as Claptrap, which could, that's probably uh voice only cuz Claptrap is like a robot. Um and then you know, it has Jamie Lee Curtis in it. That's actually heart. pretty good. This, this cast is insane
0: gina yeah. gershon she's showing up in another one Kate, what the fuck she Kate was just in, Day Day. in it Kate damn it they Kate.
1: ruined it with kevin hart
0: dude yeah, they totally love kevin hart man they
1: got kevin they got kevin <laughs> sheffel
2: she's like doesn't just do shitty movies
0: yeah well what is it gina is, gershon uh, showing up in all these random movies like i couldn't believe when i saw her in thanksgiving man i was like damn that's so fucking bizarre are, are, are you guys
1: familiar with the game no i've heard of it but i've like i've no, okay, idea. no so I, i've actually I, I never was heard of it a, it came out like i don't know like 2008 or something i I was a really big fan of it like me and my cousin played it was like it was a great like couch co-op game like me and him literally just like played together like in the same house which is probably the last time i ever did that really um but it's basically like a post-apocalyptic like wasteland world where there's like bandits and raiders and fucking but there's also like monsters and aliens and shit like that and it's just there's basically like it's like has rpg elements and stuff like that but it has cool lore and like cool uh looking uh monsters and and like almost like mad maxi vibes so if they do it right it could be really cool but eli roth uh has been doing good uh with uh thanksgiving so and we'll see we'll see um okay Next up, we have August 9th, Speak No Evil. Uh, This is a remake of a 2022 Danish horror movie uh, that follows a family's descent into an unimaginable psychological nightmare when they accept a holiday invitation from a family they've just met. What could go wrong? Starring James McAvoy. Oh, okay, cool. I mean, wonder what holiday... Um, still here or do you go pee? Probably won't (laughs) be, uh, but yeah, that, uh, was, wait, was James McAvoy? Was that the dude from split?
2: That's the guy from split. Yeah.
1: Yeah. He's pretty good. Yeah. So
2: I'm looking at the, at the original Danish one and I think it just means holiday by like going on just like vacation. That's that's what they call it there.
1: Yeah. When you go on a trip or something like that. Yeah. Um, so I wonder if the Danish movie was available for us to see because I don't think I don't think I remember hearing anything about. Um,
2: oh, it. it definitely was because I'm looking at it. A bunch of people that I know. Did you see it? I didn't see it it's on Shutter. <laughs>
0: hey, what the fuck? In this remake of a 2022, we're remaking movies practically right after they come out.
1: It's one of the American. I mean, we kind of always, saw,
0: like, have yeah. Dave saw. <laughs> oh, I didn't read. Oh, of a yeah. Danish horror film. Okay, I actually stopped. Did in you in see
1: Speak Now <laughs> Evil? Yeah, it he would did have been not <laughs> this year, but the year before, I think.
0: Yeah, yeah, I did. It was on. Was it not on Shutter? Shutter. Yeah, yeah. It is, it's on Shutter. Yeah, was of- it good? Yeah. Oh, fuck! I can't even remember if I liked it or not. It looks pretty decent to mixed
2: appearing on my letterbox. The <laughs> only people that have rated it. Yeah, i have to a, go back and maybe watch a trailer. I,
0: I'm, I'm. It's totally like just evading my mind right now.
1: Hmm. Uh, okay, next up we have August sixteenth. I'm actually kind of interested in this one untitled alien event movie uh an original alien film we were wondering what was going to happen with the alien franchise this one's directed by Fetty alvarez from evil dead and don't breathe uh the reason we were wondering is because of like the fox disney merger um we didn't know if we were ever going to get another alien film because it's you know more r-rated stuff
0: um yeah but i mean they did fucking um Did Disney have something to do with Prey? Did did they do that, or was it just on Disney?
1: It was on. Well, it's on Disney for you guys in Canada. It's
0: on Hulu for us. Oh, okay, okay. I thought I thought maybe Disney had something to do with the production of that, or something like that, too. So
2: this seems like a good opportunity to make Ellen Ripley a Disney princess.
1: (laughs) No, the Alien Queen, dude. The Alien Queen is definitely
0: a Disney. (laughs) You know, it's really funny that I was actually just thinking of the Alien franchise just the other day. And thinking to myself going, "Man, I'm, I like I wonder if they're going to do another film cuz it's been a while, right?
1: It's been a little while. The last one we got was it Covenant? Yeah, it
0: Covenant, was Covenant. Yeah. Which I it I didn't think suck. was overly the greatest, man. Yeah. It was like it. okay.
1: The the best alien movie since like Alien is Prometheus, and it's yeah. not even an alien movie really. I, <laughs> and
0: I'd agree with that. Yeah, Prometheus was a weird one for me because when I first watched it, I didn't really care for it too much, but then it took yeah. it took another watch to kind of to kind of get it not really get it but like just accept it a little bit more yeah it was it was a weird first watch for me man well the
1: the fucking thing about prometheus with me bro is i'm pretty sure that i watched it and did not know it was connected i just bought it in the red box or whatever right. back in the day and, <laughs> I, and then at the end it, it like connects to the alien films i was like holy shit you know yeah um but i actually uh i actually really like the idea of the alien franchise like there's the first like three actually I even like the fourth one a little bit um it, it's, it's got just... some
0: fun moments man I, when yeah, we, when it's we just, reviewed it's a it fun 90s space movie. I think we all said that like man it was just so much it's so much more fun than you ever remembered it to be right right
1: yeah probably yes. when it came out I would have maybe been pissed off because there's like a step down but in hindsight it's like yeah it's pretty fun same thing with alien three really um but Yeah, I'm curious to see what goes on with this one. Fetty Alvarez directing. That's kind of interesting.
0: Yeah, it is interesting, Um, actually.
1: But, okay, uh, next up, this is probably, like, one of the most anticipated films for me. I just, like, hope to God that it's, like, done right. Uh, September
0: 6th. I got a question. Like, they're obviously going to, in the narrative, like, clear up what happened to the original characters, because they're not in it, right? Uh um, like I'm assuming well, that they're they're probably going to explain away what happens to Gina Davis and Alec Baldwin like because oh. they're, they're fucking dead. I mean they should technically still be available not available but like you know in the narrative right? Cuz like where would they be going?
1: Right. Um you know what I mean? yeah, I assume they'll have to explain something. Um I don't even know if either of them are in the movie i didn't really it, look at the cast. it doesn't
0: i'm looking at the cast when they're not on it but who no knows? i heard that they're not in it 100 sure and i was thinking to myself i'm like well then because it's supposed to be taking place i think in the same house too or something like that it is they rebuild it i see pictures of right it. and so i'm but like well, where the fuck are they then
1: you can kind of because um, in the original narrative
0: they're, they're, they say that they're there for 100 years
1: Right. I do remember that. And, um, but I, I assume there's probably a lot more. Lore. I mean, there's definitely lore that we, we don't know about, so they could mm-hmm. probably just make something
0: up. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I'm just but, so excited so yeah, to this, see Michael Keaton's performance as Beetlejuice again, man.
1: Yeah. So we have, uh, the long awaited sequel to Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice two, which stars Michael Keaton, Winona Ryder, as well as Jenna Artigo, which is a, like, just seems so right to have her in this. Like, just based on like what she's been up to, what so, she's been doing. So, what's
0: her role in the
1: movie? Uh, I think, of Lydia Deetz, oh, bro. Yeah. Oh, which I, makes so no, much sense the to daughter me because of
0: Lydia Deetz. Okay, there we yeah, go. Yeah, because Lydia Dietz yeah. was
1: like the original goth chick, and like Jenna Ortega is like the new goth chick. You that know totally I mean? does
0: make sense. Actually, that's interesting casting.
1: She kind of
2: is like the modern successor to Winona Ryder. At right. Time.
1: That's what it feels like. That sounds like it just feels so right. But um. As somebody who loves Beetle, I mean, shit, we just reviewed it like a couple months ago, right? So. Yeah, he did actually. It's weird. <laughs> yeah. um, we love Beetlejuice here on 22 shots. I, wait, Tyler didn't like it as much as us, I think. Right? I give it an eight and a half. Oh, okay. So he likes it. A, that's actually a really good rating for Tyler. That's like a nine and a half for me.
2: It's like, it's just a movie. It's like, it's not something that's like one of my personal favorites, but I had a lot of time, a lot of fun, like revisiting it. And I mm. like really like respect it for like the movie it is you, the more half,
1: you it's like a watch 12, it a 10 the- for me right <laughs> the more you watch Beetlejuice the more you will love it because you'll start noticing like just other like really creative like things that they do and and they build like a whole entire world of in the afterlife that's so different from anything we've ever seen um but yeah I,
0: it's the aesthetic dude it's like it's like burnt in my mind of mm-hmm. just like the 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 shape of the hallways and stuff and the way the color coordination is and stuff it's just it's so fucking trippy when they go through that you know that when they're walking down the hallway and shit i love that so much dude it's like ingrained in my mind
2: yeah it's like really ahead of its time for like that time period too
0: oh yeah big time the effects and shit are like the oh man it's, i
2: love the claymation like I, there's a lot of really cool things about that movie that right. like even thinking about it now like i like it more
0: right yeah it's um, so good all the way around good performances throughout the whole film great cast in that film though like yeah. everybody it was cast well enough in that, in that film <clears throat>
1: all right next up we got September 27th, Saw 11. Uh, So, yeah, this was announced pretty quickly. Uh, Saw 10 was not only a success financially, but actually critically and fan wise, it seemed to be generally positive all around. Um, So, I think that it's kind of interesting that they're continuing. Um, I was listening, uh, Christian seems to think that they're going to take place right after this last one so again like in between one you and know, two yeah I guess so uh maybe they'll do that but I just I just it's so cool that that this will now be the 11th movie with the same damn storyline that's never happened yeah. in horror before I, yeah, the fact that there's amazing. 11 of them in what two decades is like insane what well, the
0: first one, <laughs> what was the first one 2004?
1: It's 2004, 2005. Yeah. I saw it when I was in high so school.
0: So, 20 like, years, they've done 11 films. It's yeah. impressive, dude. I, I think it's
1: dude, 2005. It's I'm pretty sure I saw impressive. it when I was a freshman in high
0: school.
1: And they're all successful, like in terms of money. And then, um, like, it, the fact that you're in the 10th film and you sort of reinvigorated the fans, but not rebooted it, is kind of incredible as well. Mm-hmm. Like, that yeah. was the most like positive I've seen about a Saw film since, like, saw six.
0: oh it, it was like, it was definitely my favorite one since i think around that time too so it had been a, it, it, the last few were kind of like kind of dumping to me but
1: it's just like it uh, was definitely the weakest for me
2: but yeah it just when uh, you stick to that score that core storyline you have some cool traps and then you just wrap it up with like that it's, it's
1: what else do you want yeah dude I, and honestly but the, the I will say that the story was actually like, well done in, in Saw Ten. Like it it was definitely more thoughtful the, the, than the last several. Yeah. Like it, it didn't feel like just thrown together for the sake of making a sequel. But it's
0: also because of where they placed it though, they wrote this narrative, right. like in between one and two. And it, I think it's just, it was almost like a fail safe, really. Like you, you put that. Like it was interesting. I, I, I think it, they need to kind of continue that with this one too. Yeah. I mean, what was so.
2: really cool about it that I have thought about since then is like they're, everybody that was like in traps, like in the first and like the first several, they're kind of just like you don't really. They're just like there's nothing about them. They're just like they're just people. But like this one, like you actually saw them like wrong jigsaw, and you got to see him like take his revenge, which was really cool.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Right. Yeah. And, and it actually, it was like pretty sad like like he's all like thinks that he has like a chance here <laughs> like mm-hmm. this amazing new treatment and he just gets fucking
2: yeah <laughs> ripped off yeah it's <laughs> fucked
1: yeah and it's like that th- talk about the wrong person to fucking do that to. Mm-hmm. um anyway uh next up october 18th we got smile Two. um i i enjoyed smile quite a bit i
0: need to rewatch so. it man i was you know, I thought it was okay. I, I wasn't like the hugest fan. I, I definitely people around these parts liked it more than I did. But yeah, I mm-hmm. feel the same. I, you know, and I hate it. I give it another shot. Yeah, I, I, I definitely need to rewatch it. Well,
1: as you guys know, I'm a, any to any movie that can like scare me is usually gonna be like something I like. Mm-hmm. Um, and Smile Smile was pretty creepy to me. Uh, next up we have October 25th, Terrifier Three. The third entry in Damien Leone's um, popular film series, he's Art the Clown, expanding his slaying round. The ruthless killers set to unleash chaos on unsuspecting residents of Miles County as they peacefully drift off to sleep on Christmas Eve. I mean, bro.
0: Went from Halloween to Christmas, man. That's amazing. Bringing it to Christmas is a really smart move, I think.
2: I agree, bro. Chris (laughs) goes in this? Hell Yeah.
0: But there's like, you know, we joked about it that they should just continue along this road and just keep setting them on different fucking national holidays and shit. Yeah. <laughs> that'd be yeah, so sick.
1: Valentine's or new year's Eve next. <laughs> yeah. And then
0: Valentine's that'd be fucking awesome, dude. They should totally do it on Valentine's day though. Like that oh, just It
1: actually so kind of fits because he, I could just see him like, with like a Cupid bow and arrow, right? Like I just, (laughs) you're like,
0: I mean, these movies are performing so well that like, I can't see them stopping. So like, it's just going to turn into this massive franchise. So why not just continue down that road? Like just make a whole franchise of like holiday films. That's fucking amazing, dude. Yeah.
1: We haven't had an original horror like franchise character in quite a while. So it has been a long time. It feels, it feels good. Um, and I'm, and it's the rare, rare circumstance in which you see a, a film that is pretty much an indie flick break on through into the mainstream and it's it really kind of broke new ground and new territory right. for for the future and potential you know projects
0: like, like who would ever really thought though right like when you watched all hollows eve you see this like short of like this fucking killer clown and shit and, and then to see what it is now like you would have never thought would be
1: this i big. mean dude to be fair like jeremy is the first person i've ever heard talk about that movie and yep. it was back like when it first came out and mm-hmm. it took years for them to even for people to even see those original all hollows eves and stuff
0: yeah i mean you know? so it's kind of interesting to be fair though too like the other shorts that are in that anthology if <laughs> you want to call good. it are, are pretty yeah. bad actually i yeah.
2: actually watched it like maybe like a year or two ago for some reason but yeah i pulled out like the old blu-ray of, and like everything else in this sucks except for art yeah yeah it, it i actually watched
1: time. it on joe bob for the first time over the summer, or I think they did it on in October this past October, and I and watching it, I was like, dude, I was like, right. this is not. It's just like it,
2: it's like good, garbage too. It just looks like something you'd see on Tubi, like in twenty
3: twenty three. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. well, it was totally just a put together fucking you know anthology quote unquote, right? Right.
1: Yeah. Right. So, it's just it's yeah. a collection
0: of shorts. So I mean, when you have a collection of shorts, man, they always vary in in content, obviously, and quality and shit. And that's a great example of two dumps and, and a hit. <laughs> right, yep. so
2: that guy was incredible credit to that guy Damien just like believed in his character.
0: Mm-hmm. Hey man, you got a vision, man. You fucking roll with that shit, man. Sometimes your gut feeling is uh what you need to do, you need to roll with it, man.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. gotta, we have instincts, man.
0: man. We got instincts,
1: you gotta plot it. Yeah. Uh, next up here, we October 25th, we got the Wolfman. Uh, this is Lee Winnell reteaming with Universal and Blumhouse to direct a new take on the Wolfman. Um, I like Lee Winnell uh i like uh what was the movie that upgrade who did upgrade
2: that was lee Winnell. that was really that's good. the aussie film yeah. no the one with um the guy that looks like tom hardy i forget his name like david it's Marchand like a robocop something. thing
0: oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah no, it's like a sci-fi
2: yeah it's like a sci-fi action horror movie
0: it's really cool
1: yeah yeah it was
0: pretty i yeah, know that one yeah i actually own that but that's, that's a great movie Yep.
1: Yeah, uh, curious to see what they do with Wolfman. Um, I, I always just wonder like how they're going to do it. Like, are we getting like a bipedal Wolfman? Are we getting like a more animalistic like Wolf? Is it more like man, wolf or Wolfman, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah I would like
2: to see him kind of like keep some of like the original spirit of it I like I I didn't like dislike the invisible man or anything but I kind of just like much prefer like the original like spirit, and not like the technological explaining it type of deal
0: yeah I'm I'm with you on that one too they they should actually do this new like I'm seeing the screenshot right here like the original they should actually do the new one in fucking black and white
1: that'd be sick but at least have a bunch of fog yeah Yeah. wolfman got so much damn fog
0: I mean, I'm not going to lie, dude. Blumhouse is so fucking hit and miss with me, man. Mostly miss. Like, to be honest, like I seem to like not like as many Blumhouse movies as I
2: think they've uh, kind of just like for the most part, they they have a, a teen audience and yeah. like a young adult audience. And they're just they're churning out movies that are just entertaining, like that are going to be entertaining the people of that audience. And, you know, some are going to work some aren't.
0: I think yeah. if you want this one to work, man. Make this like a hard R Wolfman. Like I would take love that original out. premise and then just fucking make, make it bad shit though man like super violent and gory and shit i think that that'd be the way to do a new f- wolfman movie
1: i feel like you need to really it like for the wolfman to work in modern day i feel like you really need to hyper focus on like what made lon chaney jr's um wolfman interesting was like the the sort of like the the character himself like the well, tragedy of it you know it is I mean? it's,
0: that's it's it's like a Shakespeare, um, play right like it it's totally a fucking tragedy it's totally a tragedy right yeah, you feel bad for the
1: if you do like a really good like character piece with that I feel like that's the way you do it and yeah. you you make it almost like more of like a serious like I uh, guess you couldn't
0: combine the two because if you're doing it like that you can't really Go out of your way to make it like super ultra violent because then it, nah, it, 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 it be takes super away from ultra it violent, yeah it could still violent. i, I mean, just feel I I like could.
2: for like the audience they're aiming for like they don't really want that period piece story which is what makes me a little nervous
1: right right yeah yeah that's what i'm so saying like, like, modern I'm, modern I'm not time time. sure I,
2: like, yeah. well I I, I I spoke wrong. i just like the personal like character piece mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. yeah um from going to from one classic horror icon to another we have finally um, December 25th, Christmas Day, we have Nosferatu, the Robert Edgars gothic tale of obsession between a haunted young woman in 19th century Germany and an ancient Transylvanian vampire who stalks her. William Defoe, Bill Skarsgård, Nicholas Holt, Emma Corrin, Lily Rose Depp star in this highly anticipated feature.
0: You know, man, I, I mean, I, I love Robert Eggers. This movie is going to be probably fantastic. Um, it's going to look great. It's going to have great performances. I mean, really, look at that cast. I just don't know if I want this movie. Like,
2: I, I agree with you.
0: I, I just like, don't I want a Robert Eggers'
2: movie. But I would like him to do. Something I know. Else, I think Robert happy, Eggers whatever. is
0: wasting his time with what, which is you know, don't take this like the wrong way. Like, I think he's just he just doesn't need to do this. He needs to do something original with yeah. the with the his style of filmmaking and his potential to become something so huge I think this is like a step back for him to be doing something like this because I mean we don't need another Nosferatu film like I mean the last one that we got you know the Herzog film is I'd fucking say, timeless and amazing uh, that's, yeah that's last voyage film.
1: of the mentor was the last one we got okay.
0: yeah yeah okay besides that shit, but I'm talking like actual. Yeah, I guess that's not brought to but you know. Yeah. But like, I mean, that movie is just so fantastic. Klaus Kinski is fucking amazing, and I don't know what it is. I think it's because Edgar's is just attached to this that I'm. I'm so kind of almost detaching myself from the idea of wanting to be. I like just want to see he is the perfect person to do I, it. I, I would
1: also agree with that. Like
0: his like vision and his style, like
2: I think, really went oh, through, 100%. so hundred percent.
0: I'm not saying this is not the wrong. It's yeah. just for me i'm I i'm also coming from a very selfish place too i just want to see something original from him right yeah I, i'm the in the same park as you well, like i'm happy three we're getting damn I mean,
1: original movies yeah. and like two of them were great and i know but look
0: look okay. how many filmmakers that we grew up watching and, and all the filmmakers you know over time and shit and they did nothing but original shit they weren't remaking people's stuff and, and like that's just the yeah you know john nowadays.
1: carpenter never remade the thing or anything
0: i'm not talking about just him I mean, <laughs> fuck, come on you know what the fuck i'm talking about man
1: dude most of them have did at least one remake though that's the funny thing argento did like six
2: yeah general did a remake what, what a romero remake
1: romero did romero remake anything mm-hmm. i don't think romero did one yeah i can't think of any. Craven, craven did he do one Cronenberg did,
0: in a sense, I guess he kind of did a remake. He did a he he did an adaptation of Virgin Spring.
1: Virgin Spring, definitely. I don't think that. No, that was a fucking remake. It was just. It was like
0: he just did it totally different. Didn't
1: acknowledge it. Yeah, (laughs) he didn't. I I think that's. I think that's different enough, though. Well, yeah, because it's like different time period and stuff. But, but like you could say the same thing about like you know, the thing. Like the thing is like not really like the original at all.
2: Yeah, I figure it's like, it's more of a sequel
1: if anything, but no, I mean, it, is it the it's mo- its own most version. exciting yeah. film for him to do? No, not really. But I also think that we haven't
0: like children of the damned was a fucking total
1: village. <laughs>
0: That's a fail village. by.
2: Yeah. He did that for a paycheck though. Oh, he I just... know. I know
0: why yeah. he did that movie, but it's just to it's, for me, it's still funny that he ended up doing that fucking movie. Like,
2: man, I honestly don't even hate that movie.
1: I do. I that
0: think sucks. the cast, <laughs> is like it's awkward in that movie too i don't know there's something weird about the cast in that film like kirsty alley and shit i don't know it's fucking strange to me man christopher reeves yeah it's a weird one man fucking superman and kirsty alley from cheers i'm like fuck where's sam
1: <laughs> yeah well i, I think uh, that this but... is going to be a test to see like if robert edgers like can take like a property that exists and you know do something unique with it yeah. yeah I mean, true. because like, he's really good at the period piece stuff that that's why I'm like most interested in it because like, I just know that it, the scale of it is going to be like, probably like pretty amazing. Mm-hmm. So we'll see, we'll see how it goes. Um,
0: I'm a, but, like, who's willing to is playing Osferatu, obviously. Um, I would presume so. Just, I'm you just thinking, like, like guard like, just because. like his facial structure. Oh, Scarsgard,
2: like, yeah, Scarsgard would be a good Nosferatu.
0: But like, I'm just thinking, like the way William defoe looks, he just kind of, in a sense, you he's know, he's like got that kind of he's got that interesting like look to his face, like you know, Klaus Kinski, like Klaus no, Kinski was like so. William Defoe
2: is Professor Alban Eberhard von Franz.
0: So that, that surprises me because defoe I just you know, based on his facial structure, would be it just seems like Nosferatu, man. Just yeah. weird looking. I don't Bill know.
2: Starslard is Count Orlok.
0: Okay. Crazy.
1: Hmm. Interesting. Interesting.
0: Weird. Oh, this next one got me um, fucking I actually
1: a little... watched Nosferatu for the first time recently.
0: <laughs> like the original one from yeah. 22? Is it 22? Yeah. Or 21? Yeah. I, I think it's true. Uh, 21 or 22 or something like that. It, 21. Well, didn't it just, My, uh, it just had its 100th anniversary.
1: You want to read the next one? My page is like frozen.
0: Okay. So, uh, Blackout, quarter one, says quarter one, 2024. So, I don't know what the fuck that means. But, anyways, it says the latest from Larry Fessenden follows small town artist Charlie, a tortured I've man. I've seen it already, bro. <laughs> who's drinking binges blurred with a sneaky suspicion that he might likely be a werewolf. Okay. Dark Sky Films, cool, will release this werewolf tale in the first quarter of 2024, so we're kind of going backwards, I guess, so in time here, but uh, okay. You it's saw this good. one? Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> oh, that sucks.
1: I saw it back in August.
0: How did you see yeah. it? Festival?
1: Uh, yeah, Fantasia Fest. Uh, but the version, I, I'm I, and I'm kind of like, Hesitant because like the version I watched was an incomplete.
0: Um, yeah, incomplete? You the, the, mean? Yeah. Incom- Why? Why would they show an incomplete film? I don't understand. It's that.
1: Like, did they give you a like it a, had a like it a, had a tem- card? It had a temp score.
0: Yeah. Oh, okay, that's really odd. Did they give you like a feedback
2: card at the end of it or something? No. Oh, because I I saw returns at Newcom High Part Two like that, and like they gave us like a feedback card at the end of it, so like but it was like incomplete there wasn't music and spot shit like that
1: mm-hmm. yeah okay yeah no i thought it was pretty generic and not, not very good but um you know it might be it might have just been an early i'm still going to check it. it out i'm not
0: sure i'm still going to check it out cuz it's festen I, I love larry festen mm-hmm. so interesting yeah this next one's kind of interesting too man it's called ash um and it's directed by flying lotus which is fucking crazy <laughs> Like,
1: that's the K- Kuso guy is yeah, that yeah. Who well
0: that is flying lotus is an artist right like he does right, fucking right. music yeah. like I, I actually love flying lotus man he's got tons of really cool shit but yeah like when he did Kuso that was, that
1: was such a weird fucking <laughs> <laughs> like it just it made it sense crazy. it
0: made sense that he did that because he does like a lot of experimental type music and shit like that too so to see something visually from the mind of him was was not overly that shocking but but yeah this one is recently Directed by a segment in Bloody Discussion. Oh, which which
1: segment did he do in VHS 99?
0: I can't remember Um, which one he did in 99. Uh, Aaron
1: Paul's in this too. That's
0: Thanks for a Sci-fi That's th- cool. thriller titled Ash, Elsa Gonzalez, Aaron Paul, starring in this paranoid horror movie and recently released First Look Images. Okay, it doesn't really give you much on it, but anyways, it you know, it's probably going to be pretty interesting and probably weird because it's Flying Lotus. So. Yeah, it piques my interest, anyways, a little bit.
1: Yeah, but are you ready for the
0: next one? Damn, dude, I did not know anything about this, but you got to be fucking. Oh, it says it's so. A sequel, bro. It's a <laughs> it's... sequel of Blackula.
3: Blackula <laughs> trilogy <laughs>
1: complete, dude. This what?
0: is Dion Taylor, the Intruder Helms, the Intruder. Wow, Helms says reboot. Okay, it says reboot that picks up where the original saga left off after nineteen seventy three. Sequel, scream, Black Scream. And we'll be set in a metropolitan city post carnivore post coronavirus carnivorous fuck yes. coronavirus pandemic. Um, and i Okay. So around Halloween, we're getting a new blackula movie. That is crazy.
2: That's wild.
1: That, that is crazy. Dude.
2: Definitely <laughs> did not have that. have that in my 2024 bingo. Card. Wow.
0: I am so excited for that. That's, That's really cool. That is, yeah, yeah so But funny. the
1: only thing they have to, they have to try to get like, like a actual black exploitation vibe you know what i mean right right like they they, they need to get like like maybe the, i mean i'm sure they'll update the cultural aspect of it maybe but like it needs to it needs to feel authentic like i, I don't want it to feel like fucking just an interpretation of like black people you know what i mean
0: mm-hmm. yeah yeah, and that's something that the, i mean—those movies were made right in the golden age of black exploitation too. So, like, it's just you—you know—still to this day, the most shocking thing about the Blackula films is like how serious they are. They're yeah, actually how, like, not. Yeah, you think they'd be wicked good.
1: stupid. <laughs> like, yeah, you expect them, dead it's, fucking serious. tells from the hood syndrome, right? Like, you expect Tales from the hood to be like goofy, but it's—it's it's not.
0: No, yeah. it totally isn't. It's and it just—it has so much social commentary in it too, right? It's crazy. But it—you yeah. know—it sucks. William Marshall, when he—he just passed away, didn't he? oh no he died in 2003 fuck
1: again with my else. time
0: frames I'm so off it just felt like ago. it felt like yesterday he fucking died a couple years ago he died man. Fucking 20 years ago years man. Back. I, I was shit he just died
1: that. a few years back right my god Twenty fucking years ago
0: um what the fuck is this so Cado lake this is M night Shyamalan's produced feature revolving around an eight-year-old's disappearance at kato lake linking past deaths and disappearances that irreversibly alter a broken family the cast includes blah 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 huh he's so trying Sha-
1: to it's gonna be like the year of Shyamalan.
0: yeah man it's like all over the fucking place and i knew this was coming out i, I know this was in development like a few years ago um so the crow reboot not reboot but um readaptation, i guess right because it's based off of Graphic novel, I believe, <clears throat> is it, I know or that. or just, or is it a comic or something?
1: I have like so little interest in this, but the only fucking thing that's kind of cool is it got guard in it.
0: Yeah, Hell fucking yeah. Scarsgard's everywhere, man. Anyways, yeah, the re or the readaptation adaptation of the crow or whatever. So, um, yeah, I'm not like honestly, I'm not even the biggest fan of the original one. Me neither. <laughs> so, yeah. but yeah. Anyways. But rest in priest rest in peace to Brandon Lee, though, man. Fuck. Yeah. Cuckoo Cuckoo okay. loves director. Cuckoo. Oh, shit! yeah, I've heard the, about this one. Thomas Singer uh, is back with another horror movie. Plot details remain scarce. OK, so that was all pointless <laughs> Production images suggest a potential slasher. Wow. OK, it's
2: got a letterbox description.
0: Interesting. Well, I mean, that's that's OK. Uh, what the fuck is this one? Frankie F- Rico?
1: What the fuck is this? Frankie Frico? I oh, psycho re- like Gorman director. Oh, Stephen Konkowski. Nice.
0: Kostansky. Kostansky. Yeah, whatever. Connor Sweeney uh, from the editor and Father's Day, of course. Fuck, he's so good in the editor. He's he fucking a- hilarious. And he accidentally lets loose a trio of tiny troublemakers into his home, led by the maniacal rock and roll party monster Frankie Frico.
1: What I mean, it's going to be fun. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Just reading that was like, oh my God, I was trying not to laugh. Oh, okay, that sounds awesome. I'm so excited for that right now. I did not know about that one. Fuck. Mm-hmm.
1: That's and what I'm so, saying. This list is actually pretty good. Like, yeah. it, It's like very insightful.
0: Handling the undead. Another, I haven't been saying the dates because they're all to be determined. Determined. Uh, handling the undead, a strange phenomenon erupts across Oslo. So this is set in Finland because Oslo is in Finland, I think um, causing a strange spike in electricity that resurrects people who recently died. Oh, the Norwegian film. Well, I was close. Norway. <laughs> I was I was close. Uh, Norwegian film is is a feature length uh, direct. Say that name. <laughs> nope. This Yeah, I get. Can- wow. Okay. That sounds. That wasn't bad. That, that's an interesting premise, though. Like, let electricity that's resurrecting people that just died. I mean, sounds it, like shocker. It kind of acts actually makes sense, though, because you could actually resurrect somebody with electricity. So it actually yeah,
1: like sense. like it with a car battery.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh that's god! Stupidest fucking MacGyver shit ever.
2: Are we gonna start an eleven-year-old argument?
0: No, um, <laughs> right. Yeah. I, can't, I can't even. I can't
1: take that. No, chance. we. That was not an argument. We all agreed it was stupid. It is oh, okay. stupid. <laughs> that was not a debate.
2: Yeah, I remember like loving the movie at that point, like my like twenty-two year old self, and then that happened. I kind of just looked at the screen like, oh, I still hate uh, that part.
1: It's just so
0: stupid. It is stupid. <laughs> you didn't have to do that. Yeah, you did it Um, hostile dimensions. Now this looks trippy. It's got like a bunch of doors on a beach. It's weird. Ooh, found footage sci-fi like, horror film hostile dimensions is poised to unleash multiverse madness in 2024 two documentary filmmakers investigating a missing artist instead find themselves in an interdimensional nightmare that could be
1: pretty fucking epic I just,
0: the stills for this look really cool man it's just like got these three doors sitting on a fucking beach yeah kind of right. creepy actually one of them's all bloodied up and shit and i don't know. it just looks cool i don't know um, I saw the TV glow. <laughs> what? <laughs> Two teenagers bond over a scary TV show, but the series cancellation causes a rift in reality. Oh, that sounds really cool.
2: It, it's a A twenty four. So, oh baby, so it must be good,
1: right? <laughs> Not as <laughs> kidding, but
0: uh, I kind of like the I, I like the premise. Man, cancellation, yeah, the
1: premise sounds good to me.
0: A rift in reality, hmm, interesting. In a violent nature, shutters un. Upcoming slasher follows an enigmatic resurrection rampage and retribution of an undead monster in a remote wilderness. Hmm. So that's going to be coming to Shudder. That's cool, man. The fucking bag,
1: uh, dude. I I'm, totally forgot about Osgood Perkins. Yeah, it's been a while. Yeah,
2: It was the last one. Like grid one handle or something. Mm-hmm. Okay.
0: Seriously, man. Long legs. Up next from writer director Osgood Perkins is the Nicolas Cage horror movie Long Legs. He's in another fucking horror movie, man, All right, like, man. Nick Cage is like he's found some chops in horror again, man. It's crazy.
1: Oh, so Neon isn't Neon that new? Like, neon is like hot... the one that Neon's cool. They did like
2: the the wailing, a bunch of other cool shit. Right, right, after...
1: dude. Yeah, I feel ne- like they're the new like hot like a twenty four. Nicolas Cage. He's playing a consistent. fucking
0: serial killer he's playing a serial killer in this one hell yeah oh man this is gonna be bad shit. maybe dude. we
1: can get like the uh what was the the house that jack built with nicholas cage basically you know <laughs> <laughs> something like that
0: oh this this just sounds so good man that the mpa gave this an r reading teases that neon will likely target a 2024 release nice fuck that's i'm down yeah i'm in uh and then we got of course maxine also, which, down. Still, which yep. doesn't have a release date yet, which I, I feel like so. we'll get it in the summer. And then we, got- it's
1: yeah, it feels like it's gonna be like maybe like February to like May. I, I'm feeling,
0: mm-hmm. yeah, and it's yeah. basically just a direct sequel to X, so um, set in the 80s, of course. Uh, then we got the Salem's Lot. Well, I
1: guess February would be too little too early.
0: Yeah, I we're think not, we're gonna get it probably sometime. It's this not summer. gonna be February. Um, probably, I, I, I could see it coming in the summertime for sure. Good time to release it. Uh, Salem's Lot, um, dude. Re, okay. Readaptation. This, I, I, <laughs>
1: this fucking movie's been made for since 2020, dude.
2: What? Oh, that's not good.
1: It was supposed to come out on in 2021, I think. For on like. So what happened? Uh, who, uh Paramount Plus, they just shelved it, bro. It's probably sucks. That's probably what's wrong with. It. That's probably why it hasn't been released. Like why the it, William I, Sadler? The same thing happened with uh fucking uh, P- Pet Cemetery.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, I heard It has
1: William Sadler in it.
0: That new yeah, one, William I Sadler, Louis
1: right? Pullman. I mean, who knows, dude? It might maybe, but I mean, I love the original Toby Hooper version. <clears throat> yeah I like that one don't really look care for the return to Salem's Lot <laughs> so much but
0: um yeah I don't know man I I just I'm not I'm not really
1: I just don't trust it at this point
0: no I mean I, every I year no
1: if you look back at the last three years of bloody disgusting <laughs> this list this movie was on it
0: okay what the fuck? okay Shelby Oaks YouTube critic Chris uh Stuckman
1: yeah, I've heard about. This oh God! Oh, that God. dude we made, made a, a fucking movie.
0: Oh mm-hmm. no! Yeah, oh, this is great. Now we should all just fucking. We should just. I'm definitely it gonna apart. watch it. But, hey, it, uh, dude, I'll give it a. I'll give yeah, it a
1: chance because you I'll know like, You know, follows a
0: paranormal <laughs> investigation that dates back to childhood and will include found footage elements. Okay, fuck whatever. <laughs> um, Starve Acre.
2: Oh, Keith David's in it.
0: Oh wow, that's crazy. Huh, um, so this one right here Starve acre a seti a seti a 70s set folk horror film. Interesting. That's pretty much yeah. all it gives you toxic Avenger remake. Um, I still don't know what to think of this man. I can't even believe that Peter Dinklage is playing fucking. I don't. I don't know. Toxic. To like I. I mean. I understand that. Like the original film is goofy. It's. It's meant to be like a comedy horror thing. But like, is that what they're doing? They're, they're just making it even goofier
1: by know. casting. I, I have no idea what a a non trauma trauma film is going to look like. But, right, like it, I assume it's guess. not. Gonna but the feel Toxic Avenger.
0: Triply. The idea behind the Toxic Avenger was to take this like nerdy fucking janitor. And he, he obviously gets like morphed into this, like huge bodybuilding fucking, you know, toxic Avengers, you know, the superhero, but they're starting out with a fucking, with a small dude in this.
1: Well, maybe, maybe like the, I assume that maybe somebody else plays like the mutated version.
0: Hmm. He says he, as he transforms from corporate gender to mutated superhero, mutant superhero.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm just, I'm just,
0: I'll give it just a I'm just, I'm, I'm so I'm confused by this. Like,
2: <laughs> I'm looking at the cast list, and there's like a Winston character, which is Peter Dinklage, and there's no toxic
0: taxi character, so I don't know. It, it does say right here, like he that he plays as he transforms from corporate janitor to mutant superhero. So, I, I don't fucking get this, man. I don't know if it's going for straight comedy because, I mean, that in itself is. It's funny because and it's only funny because of like what the original Toxic Avenger is. It's like a big fucking superhero. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm I'm not I'm trying to be polite about this. I'm not trying to be rude. Um and then we of course we have a Witchboard remake happening too. Um That's crazy. The remaking Witchboard.
2: See, like I don't mind like a remake like this because they're clearly not trying to capitalize on like the notoriety of Witchboard. It's like they're just making a Trying to
0: make a better version of it. Yeah, it's Chuck Russell doing this one, yeah. So that's pretty interesting in itself. And yeah, that's uh that actually concludes the 51 horror poopies from 2024. Crazy. That was a lot. <laughs> yeah, that was actually a long that that took a while. That took a while. That was a big
1: segment, yeah. I knew I knew that's why you were like basically skipping over the intro because you knew it was gonna be
0: long. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah i, I feel a, like it was over an hour just for that so
2: i have like two more um to be on the lookout for they're both foreign and they both did well at festivals one of them actually played at fantasia and played it like new york horror fest or brooklyn horror fest or something surprise surprised mm-hmm. that was an ethos it's called red rooms uh i guess it's more of like a seven like silence of the lambs type movies like wrapped into a courtroom but i i've heard it's extremely disturbing Mm, So I'm really looking forward to that. That should be soon. And there's a, it looks like a South Korean one called sleep. That also played out Fantasia.
1: Mm. Yeah. That's the only thing I don't like about Fantasia is like there's it's so hard to like actually get the stuff you request. Um, and usually a lot of like the bigger stuff is even harder to get. So I don't think I even had a chance to see those ones.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I've heard a lot of good things. I think red rooms is probably gonna be coming out pretty soon. I know some people have already seen it.
1: Yeah, I I ended up getting COVID right when Fantasia started. So I didn't watch as much stuff as I did the year before. Um, but anybody can pretty much like, like get on that. Uh, you just have to apply. You just literally go to their website and apply to review the titles.
2: Right. Yeah, but like yeah, you have to be like from an outlet that reviews it, right?
1: Yeah, but I mean, if you have a fucking YouTube channel, you oh, <laughs> that's yeah. what I do.
0: Yeah, <laughs> if that makes sense. Q, Q, uh, is that it? Yeah, yeah those
2: are the only two that I have. Yeah, that I got a
0: P though, so we need
2: to
1: take a break. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, no, I mean, that's it for the intro anyways. Okay. Yeah. Right. So yeah, that's going to conclude our 2024 look, um, of potential oh, or films that are coming out. So I
1: guess what, one? I mean, besides Maxine, what are you most hyped for? I would probably say like some of those like a 24, like that neon one sounded cool. Um, um
2: Tyler th- of the ones that were on that list, yeah, I'm probably leaning towards the A24 one, uh, whatever what it was called, the one about the like the, I saw the TV. Well, that sounds really cool.
1: Yeah, uh, the Nicolas Cage one sounds cool. That yeah, one that sounds
2: was... cool. Um, The Hostile Dimensions one sounds really cool.
0: Stop motion sounded really cool. Yeah,
1: Stop motion, motion, yeah, that one uh Blackula I mean I just am fucking curious what a Blackula movie is going to look like in 2024.
0: I mean yeah yeah, Blackula the Ghostbusters movie I'm looking forward to obviously Beetlejuice 2 um um
2: late night with the devil definitely
0: yeah the new Godzilla movie of course um I thought that horoscope sounded okay too that Nicolas Cage one sounds like batshit this year I think sounds already more promising than 2023 did I am pretty curious on the, the M night Shyamalan's daughter's movie, the watchers. I mean, yeah. I'm just, I'm just curious to see like, it. Like it's
1: I night Shyamalan dog. Uh,
0: I night, I night. Uh, yeah. uh, what was <laughs> the other one? There was one more. Sorry. I'm trying to focus here. I can't remember what it was now. I mean, there's obviously terrifier three. I'm curious on. Yeah. It's all 11. Uh... Um, oh yeah. Ash, the one by flying Lotus that one just sounds fucking yeah. quirky, man super super quirky but yeah i mean it, you know oh yeah frankie frico man that just went right to the top of my list <laughs> had no idea no yeah. idea like this oh man dude oh
1: the the one with the 70s uh tv show aesthetic that one yeah that one yeah that one too yeah yeah, yeah definitely a pretty- little optimistic about stuff we've seen
2: it seems like there's a lot of movies that got like at least when i was researching for like to get movies on 2023 that like did well at festivals and just missed like getting a release this year and they're all going to come out next
0: year yeah yeah i mean it definitely looks i think a little bit more prompt i think even when we did the last year's one i was like man the year doesn't look overly that great and it turns out it wasn't (laughs) so but i think this one does actually show a little bit more potential for sure at least for myself so but uh, yeah, so that is going to conclude the intro. We'll be back here with whatever we want to call the trilogy the Offspring Trilogy, the Woman Trilogy. I have no idea what it's actually called. So, check you guys in a minute. Yo, who this? Yo, Moods, it's your boy, the ill-mented, funky child, calling you to remind you that the featured reviews on this episode contain spoilers. Aw, oh, yeah, man, that's right, brother. Thanks for the heads up, player. Now go back to being an unproductive asshole. Fuck you. I, I tell your know listeners to stop being so, so dumb, silly, silly, sensitive. Yeah. And now, our feature presentation. Alright, so getting into the featured reviews here on episode 251, we've got the Offspring Trilogy. What is it exactly called? The Woman Trilogy.
2: I think what do we call it? The
1: dead river trilogy or something? Is that what it, is that what it was, Tyler? I'm not sure. The I, dead I think river. Just, Where the I'll fuck does you, that man. come from? That's what you were saying. It's the it title of the, the town, I think. Oh, or something. But it's, it's interesting. Cause these are all, um, based on a Jack Ketchum, right? Except for darling. I think. Yeah, that's not, um, yeah, so he- the, the,
0: I think Jack Ketchum actually wrote the screenplay also for Offspring. So he just adapted his own material. Yeah. But the
1: thing that's interesting about it is the Offspring novel is a sequel novel.
0: Yeah. I know. Yeah. It's so weird.
1: So the, like, Offspring is like a part two. The woman would be like part three.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Oh, and so his adaptation or his book was a sequel to like another person's writing, right? No,
1: it it was him his own yeah but oh, okay. they just started Here. it was his first book his first book was um off off season, season. I
0: think okay off which season, also yeah. inspired so, the hills have eyes so why didn't he adapt that then and just start at the beginning
1: I I don't know <laughs> I That's guess weird. maybe offspring was more popular
0: okay I guess uh I can't imagine it, how bad that one was then fuck Yeah. Yeah. All right. Anyways, getting into the first movie here, which is, of course, called Offspring from 2009, directed by Andrew Van de Um I actually know the guy because he directed a movie called. Fuck, uh, what is it called? Um, uh, give me a second here. I'll figure it out. Uh, Headspace from 2005. Um, it's actually a movie I, I like. I yeah, I, I actually like that movie. It's pretty good. It's got a really weird aesthetic to it, but it's kind of a it's kind of a head trip. It's like a psychological thriller kind of thing. Um. Anyways, quick little uh, synopsis here. Against the backdrop of grisly murders and child abductions, a clan of cannibalistic savages, which plagued the northeast coast since 1858, is after an unsuspecting family and their innocent baby girl. Do they have what it takes to survive? Okay. Um. So, have you guys ever seen? this one before no. I'd only seen the woman you'd only seen the woman okay yeah
1: yeah I saw this before the woman I didn't even know they were connected though because like when I saw the woman I didn't really remember seeing this I'm I watched this sure. on Netflix one night like back in like 2009 or something
0: yeah I'm pretty sure that I watched the woman first and then someone said to me there's a, there's actually a first movie and I'm like oh shit so yeah I had to pick
1: yeah it's so it's interesting though because the original story off season was written in 1980 and then offspring was 1991 and then the woman was 2010.
0: Oh, wow. So he wrote the woman and then they adapted that like right away. Yeah. It's crazy. Interesting. All right. So, um, I think I could be wrong. I mean, whatever. It doesn't <laughs> matter. Uh, so what are your, what are your thoughts on offspring? JP?
1: I actually thought it was pretty good. Like I, I, I didn't really remember a lot about it, but it's a, vi- it's pretty short. Um, it's brutal. Like more brutal than like even the opening scene, right? Like, like uh, you just this woman walks into her kitchen. Like <laughs> shit, shit is went down. And look, and it actually it did remind me a lot of The Hills Have Eyes, not like the original Craven one. Now that I think about it. I don't Just get the way I yeah. looked and stuff.
2: I read I that know. wrong. I guess there's a short story that the novel is adapted from that the Hills Have Eyes was also adapted from.
0: Yeah, I don't really get that vibe. I mean, I I guess I can understand where that would come from, but like, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't really get those vibes. Well,
1: at all. the Hills Have Eyes was based on the story of Sonny Sonny yeah, Bean. That's
2: the yeah. one. Right. Right. There's which was a rea-
1: this- which is a real incident that happened in like Scott. Scotland or something. Mm -hmm. I guess the novel was inspired by that too.
0: Okay. Okay. Um yeah, I'd been it had been years since I've seen Offspring. Um not the offspring, offspring. But uh my my thoughts after revisiting this movie is like I just feel like it has piss poor direction in it, man. Really? I I hate the direction in this movie man. It just it
1: it feels I, very low budget but It's super yeah, low budget. Place. I
0: don't I don't really like I just don't like the direction of this movie like the the you know the fucking you know the the subplots and stuff. I just it just feels very messy to me man. I it, it just I don't know man. The, but like when you look at the woman like first of all that movie is shot so much more better and like
1: you can just see
0: super- yeah you-
3: you
2: can see the money difference, though,
0: like oh, big time. Yeah. yeah. But I feel like this one, you know, it has potential right from the start. Like you get this really gory kind of murder scene in the beginning and stuff. And then it just it really just goes downhill. It feels like it's all over the place to me. I feel like the direction isn't really there. I really don't like the fact that they, you know, they kind of give you a little bit of insight to why they want this, you know, the the these babies and stuff like that, you know, hence the offspring um for you know their their existence basically what what they believe in and stuff but it doesn't really go much into it it, it doesn't it, it gives you like minor minor pieces of their backstory and stuff and what they need this for and shit and I just feel like it's not enough I just feel like the the narrative it's just not really there um some of the kills are okay in the film I mean there's one there's one scene in this film that still shocks me Is like when one of the little kids, one of the little cannibals, jumps on the cop and the cop basically shoots him like right in the face.
2: <laughs> right in the face.
0: <laughs> like yeah. that's that's kind of a shocking moment and stuff like Feeling that. Kids
2: in a movie is like a quick way to my heart.
0: Yeah, I mean, it has its moments throughout the film, but it's just it's more about the actual narrative and the direction this movie goes. It's just I I just find it you know even for an eighty minute movie it's fucking boring too, man like really? I just there, there's not enough in the film to keep me completely invested in the story too like I want more in the story I really do and it the thing that really bugs me about this movie is that you know it's adapted by Jack Ketchum like the actual fucking writer of this and it's so bad I'm just like I don't know man I I just don't find this good at all like yeah it, terrible direct I don't know if it's just the way the director decided to use like his vision for it or whatever but then I look at the actual script in the movie, which is written by Jack Ketchum, and I'm like, "There's just nothing there. It's so empty. It's so fucking empty." But you know, I mean, there's good, there's decent kills. There's there's some decent gore and stuff like that. It's pretty violent at times and shit, which it should be. I mean, it's a clan of like cannibalistic fucking dwellers that have been doing this, you know, for like 150 fucking years. Of course, um, you know, some of the costumes and wardrobes are pretty cheeseball, pretty corny. Actually, I think the kids hair it looks like something it's like out.
1: crimped like it It looks like it was like like it, it, it does not look natural. it
0: looks like they got those wigs from the set of encino man <laughs> <laughs> uh. i'm serious dude it's like the wardrobes are pretty bad and like i mean i get the whole no talking thing but it at, at the same time it doesn't really make a lot of sense to me because at one time these people like the descendants would have been talking i don't know It just the whole thing doesn't really make a lot of sense to me and shit. um like how they don't talk and shit. i don't know The grunting- i kind of
2: like that they don't talk like i i do like i i kind of just looked at this as like there's almost like almost like a monster movie in a way like yeah. just like a pack of like these feral people and mm-hmm. I, I i think this film kind of grabbed me right away because i was legitimately shocked by like that opening scene
1: yeah that's uh, like i think i was just down after that because I don't know, like, to me, it just, it's like, it, peaks it too feels early. super low budget. No, it does peak uh, too
0: early. That's a good point, good way of pointing Because it, it does, it starts out with that really visceral fucking scene. You're like, okay. But then the whole movie just, it just seems like it it's all out of sorts and stuff. Like, he got, like... The, the cops aren't like overly stupid in this movie, but they're not overly smart either. And it just seemed, Oh, we're going to go grab this retired guy. Cause he dealt with this case before and then yeah. kind of follows <laughs> this. And it just, the direction's like all over the place. It, in this. It, I want. Know, more I, would...
1: I, do, I do not think that the direction is good. Like it definitely yeah. is.
0: Yeah. It's my biggest like, problem with this movie, man. It's, it's not even the fact that it's super low budget and stuff. I have no problem with that at all. It's literally it, it's the narrative like, and totally the direction. It, like, I, just it, the really well. I just think the script is bad. I just think the script is really bad is it, things needed to be, explained a little bit more um which would be really nice because to have more of that story and stuff and then just not have this compellingly bad direction like i, I don't know what it is i usually don't complain too too much about you know low budget kind of indie films and stuff but give me a break like let it, him have it it's just the thing that is so compelling to me is that jack ketchum is involved directly with this and it turned out so piss poor and i'm like
1: yeah but dude he's he he there's a he there's a few films that or no I'm thinking of Lucky McKee never mind Mm -hmm. because Lucky McKee has made some some
0: not so good stuff too right right um yeah we'll get into Lucky McKee next actually (laughs) yeah right yeah um
2: I kind of like the lore of this though when he was kind of to explain well we think it's these people that are descendants of like this lighthouse keeper from 1858 or something and we mm -hmm. never catch them because they're just coming up and down these forests and they don't even realize they're like crossing the border like I thought all that stuff was really cool And then, like you are right, it got messy after that.
0: So they they actually do explain like the lighthouse keeper, who obviously was not a feral person, like he was a real person, probably talked and stuff like Mm -hmm. that, and their descendants. But like where down the line, because there would have been people straight descended from him that actually were you know human and not feral and shit like that. Like where down the line did it just become like this? Like the story, there's a story there, and it's not being told, and it's compelling to me because I want more of not the hunts. I want more of the cannibalistic cult and tribe um I want that yeah that would
2: have been a cool story I kind of just looked at it it was just like it's a like because it's 18 so it's like it's about 150 years like removed from when the original descendants are so I kind of just looked at it as a progression like over time where they just became like more and more feral as they became more removed from like a civilized society
3: Mm -hmm.
1: yeah did you ever hear of the Lykov family I think it is
0: I did not know what's up.
1: So <clears throat> there was this family in Russia that basically ran off into like the deep like wilderness and lived for like a really long time. And like, actually like didn't even know about world war II. <laughs> and they were like found. Um, it, it might not be that I might be confusing it with a different family, but they lived out there and like, they pretty much almost died a few times because of like just bad winter and like bad crops and stuff but Mm -hmm. they were completely uncontacted for like decades and um i believe like the youngest kid like had like really bad like social skills so i could kind of see just in a couple generations how that could maybe happen
0: right but to go completely mute though well, they're not mute. They just have their own way of communicating. Well, I shouldn't say mute. Yeah. I mean, it's more grunting. It's very prehistoric, but it, they give it like this whole prehistoric type vibe to it. Like, but it's, it's like literally cave dwellers. Amen.
2: If you're like just supposing like this, like you're traveling down these generations, like how far removed are you getting from like someone actually learning English than just teaching it to each other? Like, not to mention in,
1: versus- probably inbreeding as
0: well. No, oh, yeah. of course, of course. But it's
2: like it's not like they have like you know like like textbooks like to like study off of. It's like it's ever all everything they know is just like like word of mouth and like yeah, just literally experiencing it. So like, yeah, that f- kinda- that family
1: spent forty two years away from contact
0: that's crazy that's
1: yeah if story. you ever there's actually some like vice documentaries on it or something saw it maybe a year ago mm-hmm. pretty interesting fucking thing.
0: <laughs> but yeah like going back to like the actual you know the subplot in the film with the fucking the sister's um uh husband the fucking dirtbag and shit like that like I just I honestly don't give a fuck about her sister's problems With her marriage, like her husband's characters
2: are like straight npcs
0: It's just so full of it though, man. There's so much of this, like this shitty husband who's coming to fucking, you know, you know, see his wife and shit like that. And she's got a restraining order because he's a piece of shit and he beats her and stuff, and and like all this divorce talk and shit. And there's so much of it in this 80-minute movie, and I'm like I don't want this i don't care about this at all i just think it's so misguided man like why it's so uninteresting it's like off-putting to me man <laughs> you know it's it's just crazy how much they actually dwell on this shit and like you need to be off-putting this guy is such a fucking piece of shit like there's a scene in the film where towards the end where they actually basically abduct these people and they bring them back to like this cave and stuff and like his big plan is like oh you know she doesn't like to be bitten and stuff and like he's like getting off on fucking you know her being like potentially raped and shit and it's just like ugh it's just so vile it's just so fucking vile-ish. it's very
1: mean-spirited movie it's
0: very mean-spirited and i like that <laughs> but me too i don't know man i i just but i
1: i mean i pretty much agree like i think it's i don't know like. I kind of pretty much agree with everything you're
2: saying. Yeah, I know. know, It's like, I don't disagree. Yeah, but it's like, I just didn't really like bother me the same way.
1: But like, those are real problems. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I I think maybe it didn't bother me as much, but they're definitely real problems.
0: I think the best part in the movie, besides that kid being like shot in the face, is the fact that like. When the fucking mom, when she throws the fucking baby, Dude, in the cave. She literally fucking teases that she's going to throw this kid. And then she does. And the crazy thing about that scene is like Art Hinko comes in, you know, from Black Christmas. Of course, he's like the best part about the film, which is, is so stupid. Anyways, he comes in guns ablaze and he's just fucking nicking off these these cannibal fucking uh, tribe members and shit. I love that scene when he comes in there. It's pretty funny. Fuck him. Get him. He just comes and he just guns blazing, shooting everybody and fucking blah 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 and then she throws this kid and stuff and then it cuts away and then like you get the rest of the movie and stuff like that but of course the very last shot in the film is such a cop out because they have to show the viewer that oh the baby's not actually dead and I'm like well the baby's going to die because the fucking the woman's gone and everyone was dead in the cave (laughs) right? Well we'll be dead Uh, soon enough then so i'm like okay so yeah so the baby just just survives that toss i don't know it, it was like ridiculous to me but still kind of funny to see someone actually throw a baby like yeah <laughs> that was pretty. Yeah. but i don't know i always thought like in like you know they they, they end that movie basically with that shot of this baby And then they make a sequel, but they don't do anything with it. Like, I mean, if you're going to show that the baby's alive, you think that maybe it would continue along in the narrative, but you just, the movie ends, you get the next one and it has nothing to do with anything. And you just assume that the baby fucking died in there.
1: (laughs) Right. It's also, it's also weird that they made a sequel, like right away, but not like if it it is technically a sequel, but it does not feel like it.
0: (laughs) Well, it's because of the timing too. Like, I mean, it's, it doesn't take place in my opinion the woman doesn't really take place directly after the events of the first movie but i don't know how long it it, it is between you know like in ty- in the movie time you know what i mean yeah. yeah. like i have no idea when the woman is taking place is, is it a year later is it five years later we know in real time that it's actually only technically two years between the movies but i don't know how long she was like roaming the fucking hills and shit by herself. Like it, it's just Well weird they, they, they
1: they they say in the first film that they like move along the coastline like up to Canada and back basically. Yeah, they're just, they're well that's what, just they, like were yeah, that's what that's they were doing. Yeah that's what they
0: were doing never the... find them. Exactly because they don't know that they're crossing borders and stuff like that. And it kind of yeah. makes sense, right? It does totally make sense. Um mm-hmm. but like between the end of this movie and the beginning of the woman like how much time is the last elastin and, and i just i don't know it's just weird that nothing's really explained and shit like that but being a sequel to the the uh, offspring
1: uh, the right? woman is like a perfect example of like a completely standalone film to where you really do not need to see the
0: offspring. no no yeah. you don't you don't because nothing connects the two really except for the character of of uh pauline mcintosh right so i
2: did enjoy like getting like a backstory on what the woman was though i just always took his face value watching the woman yeah
1: yeah because because when i first seen the woman i was like this that's fucking weird <laughs> like to just find a woman in the woods but like it makes sense if you've seen offspring you know
0: yeah because that's what they that's where they lived yeah they were just fucking, they were just woods people man you know so yeah um i don't know man i just it's <laughs> such a fucking messy movie to me man like i like i like some of the gore i like the art hinkle like he's fucking great in it because he's art H- hindle and he's awesome so it's cool to see him in the movie, man. Um, but otherwise, man, I just, I'm honestly not a big fan of this movie at all. Mm. So I don't know what do you guys is. You guys got any other thoughts on offspring?
2: I, I mean, wasn't I, a giant fan of it, but like, I think I just enjoyed like getting a little bit of a backstory from the woman. And like I said, I just kind of watched it like as just a little, like, like almost creature feature. Like I liked the gore. I liked just like, it, it was it wasn't like it's not anything that like I'm ever going to probably watch again or think about but it's it was it was entertaining for what it was and I did kind of like it
1: Honestly, I'm gonna be honest. Moods like completely talked me down. In this movie. Like, he did. He also. I, I was coming in like, yeah, I like, like this. This is pretty fun. And now I'm
2: like, trying to like stay on my ground on where I was, but like, <laughs> it's like, I kind of can't disagree with anything you just said.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I, I can't believe that you actually said like you find it entertaining. Cause like I, that's the, that's the one. I think, it, it, the I think it grabs, it,
1: it, Yeah. it's, it's also it's short man. Like what is yeah, it? it, it 70 like, really some minutes.
2: Yeah. I think yeah. it just grabbed me right at the beginning. And like, I was just like invested a little bit. hearing i i did think that was really cool how they like were like the whole like bloodline of the of the woods people
1: Mm. yeah yeah and that that's the part that kind of reminds me of hills have eyes a little bit you know the the dialogue where he talks about the the backstory behind um who what the hell's his name even jupiter papa jupiter
2: oh michael berryman
1: no no that's I think, oh, that, I think isn't it. that pluto oh
2: yeah he's pluto i don't know who jupiter i don't know really don't i feel
1: like it's like mm. the main one and in, it's in so like lives. yeah but yeah I, remember, I, remember I, the old dude at the like the gas station he tells the backstory he's like mm-hmm. he, he ripped her apart yeah. <laughs> you know when yeah but uh ratings i guess
0: yeah and that's the other thing about the, like when they when they basically abduct the you know the mom and the fucking you know the the husband and shit like that and they bring them back to the cave i was like it never even made sense why they would do that because they, they had no they never hesitated on killing anybody at any moment you know and why like what was the point of bringing her back to the cave why didn't they just fucking kill her like both the women
1: you know a snack for later dude
0: but they, but that's the thing, though, like they would kill people and they showed them carrying body parts back to the fucking cave. Like when they when they hacked up the husband and shit, like, they, you know, they bring shit back and stuff like they had arms and legs literally in the cave and stuff. I'm like thinking to myself going, why the fuck could they bring them back? I mean, I guess I mean, you don't always have to kill people and then chop up the limbs and bring them back. I guess you can do that there. But I just thought it was really strange. I mean i get yeah, the well, whole guy maybe you part.
1: Keep, maybe you keep the meat alive for a little bit so don't spoil you know
0: right i mean i get the yeah, guy version because like they were basically kind of just using like what i assume they were just going to use them as a fuck toy right To maybe possibly get yeah. somebody pregnant and shit like that because the guy made mm-hmm. sense but the women didn't make sense to bring back because they're, they were fucking useless to them except for food i guess for later but anyways yeah um yeah so ratings what do you what do you rate this one
2: Uh, I was going to come in a little higher than I was going to, but I'm thinking about this now that we talked about compared to the other two movies, and I think it's kind of like not fair for me to come in where I was going to, so I'm going to give this one a five.
1: Yeah, uh, I was at a six, but I'm going to come down to five as well.
0: Yeah, that's exactly where I was. Yeah, I'm in at a four. I I don't think it's, it has its moments in it, but man, it's just such such a messy fucking film that I just, I can't I'm just not a big fan of it. Like there's there's just so many things that bug me about this movie. So but yeah, offspring. Ugh. <laughs> not the biggest fan of it. <laughs> um, okay, so yeah, that's the uh, the offspring from uh, 2009. Shots. All right. So getting into the second film here, we have uh, from 2011. We got the woman. Quick little synopsis: When a successful country, country, county, fuck, I can't talk. Lawyer captures and attempts to civilize the last remaining member of a violent clan that has roamed the northeast coast for decades. He puts the lives of his family in jeopardy. So yeah, so that's basically the beginning of the movie, man. We get uh this uh this lawyer. He's doing a little an bit asshole. of hunting. Yeah, he's an asshole. Um, he's a actually bigger than an asshole. He's a fucking raging piece of shit, this guy. <laughs> he's <laughs> he's like like one of the ever worst ever fucking yeah. dude it, characters it's, ever, dude. Oh man. So, anyways, yeah. So he goes out on a little bit of a hunting trip and he's, you know, he's looking through his scope and he comes across the woman. He sees the woman bathing and he comes home and then he devises a plan and he basically captures her and uh he ties her up in this uh cellar that they have outside and uh And it's not and it's not a secret. He involves his family into this too. He shows them what he's captured. And his plan is to like civilize her, because she obviously is not very civilized. And uh, which is kind of like code word or metaphorical for I just want to torture the shit out of this bitch. (laughs) And uh, you know, um, yeah. And that's pretty much what he fucking does. Um, this movie has a lot of commentary to it though. You know, just the fact that he's like a lawyer, like he's he's a lawman and he's doing this type of shit man it's just it's so it's just i love the commentary of just like corruption you know like how you know you can have this white picket fenced white american family and shit like everything looks so good to everybody on the outside but it's really dark and dismal and bleak and nasty on the inside i like that commentary man because this shit happens all the time especially in in the law system and the judicial system it's it's so corrupted it's so nasty and shit and these people tend to get away with a lot of shit and I like the fact that they that that they put him as a lawyer and stuff like that. it's it it works perfectly for me as a narrative, but yeah, there's a lot of commentary going on here so but uh you know it really does it really does show though like when you have a father like this that's so over overpowering and demanding and and then you know Like you raise your kids to be exactly like yourself, right? Yeah, you're just passing down that shittiness to generations and shit, and and the movie shows that too, right? Like the father is such a piece of shit. Like there's this very haunting scene in the. I mean,
1: the kid is the the little boy is a fucking piece of shit too he's a
0: product of his father and that's the commentary though right it's it's like you know if you're gonna do some shit you're gonna pass that stuff to but the father doesn't care he's basically telling him to do shit like there's a really haunting scene in the film where he's like well what are you gonna do with all your spare time today and he's like well don't do anything i don't do but he's telling him to do what he wants to do in that scene and he, the father accepts the fact after the sister caught him torturing the woman with you know pliers and ripping up her nipples and touching his penis and jerking off and shit, he's being dirty motherfucker the father accepts it. And he doesn't give him shit because yeah because
1: that, he's because, a complete misogynist and, no it's yeah, because like, he's
0: a product of his father and he he would have done no no same i'm thing. saying the father the is a complete
1: misogynist yeah. exactly so, but, like he sees his son as like basically a man and, and yeah
0: superior
1: right and he's basically you know his
0: himself exactly well he's an extension of himself that's why he doesn't get mad and and that's when he says to him and he's like you know don't do anything i wouldn't do but he's he's giving him the okay to go and do that shit because he knows that he's going to do something with that woman and it's just fucking nasty it's just brutal it's it's a brutal commentary on you know family life and you know generations and and you know like how we raise our kids and stuff like that and this is the they really are the products of you and stuff like that and it's just like there's so much filthiness in this movie like like you know when he's cleaning her off with the pressure washer like uh-huh. he's not cleaning her he's torturing her uh-huh, like yeah. you know how fucking much that would hurt to be cleaned with a fucking pressure washer dude, dude the the first
1: scene when he sees her with the, the where he's got the rifle and he's like checking her out and like the music like it's just like this guy's twisted as fuck man yeah like you can just see his like his like ears perk up and like a light bulb go off in his head and he's just like so psyched and then when he gets home and starts clearing out the storm cellar storm shelter or whatever and he's all like fucking just like he he's acting he it's, it's such a weird uh it's so like, nonchalant because it, it's so yeah it's like he has his family so under his thumb yeah that he can literally just be so nonchalant about that and then the movie just gets more and more twisted as it goes because then you find out like the whole thing with peg and then uh socket <laughs> like like that comes that that's fucking comes out of nowhere too you know what i mean with and, what um, the, pe- yeah. the socket socket you- sock yeah the other sibling
0: yeah I, I mean that that is a left field thing that is like completely ridiculous but then it makes yeah. all sense like you know to civilize and stuff like that so they i i'm, I'm just assuming that the the other sibling was like retarded or something is that See, why they put it I, is, that, is that why actually, they put him out there just to live like a cave dweller because like I'm assuming it was like like the 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 girl was handicapped or something like that
2: maybe I'm just dumb but like I kind of looked at it as like he had already trapped one of these like people well and like yeah
0: that's
1: how I used to look at it but I'm I think that no, it's no, no, supposed no no, no, no. To be as
0: sibling. no it 100 is because there's a scene in the end of the movie when the little girl who darling darling goes with um the woman when she looks at the you know what we think is like a cave, cave dweller she says she says sister hmm. she she says she actually says sister
1: yeah but that i mean
0: no she's that talking to about-
1: also mean like yeah, that they that treated her like that's your sister even though you know yeah. it might not true thing. but true. i think it i think it actually i mean I, I assume if you read the book it probably would say and everything I, online says that it's the sister so i i'm just no, no, saying no, no. that I, it probably
0: is just when the kid the way darlene says it she's like oh it's 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 a uh, sister like she says it straight up like that and i'm like oh fuck i mean is
1: darlin not like this little girl that plays her is she not like just the, the cutest little thing man yeah <laughs> she's so sweet and innocent and you're like dude this is fucked That like this this guys like such a horrible dad
0: well it's like the tale of two sides of the family and shit like I like I like the mom in this movie is really she's Angela Bettis Angela Bettis is really good in the role because like you know she's she's strong but she's just been overpowered by this this monster of a husband that she has she tries to stick up for herself she tries to say things she like she knows this is wrong she's not really going along with it but she gets fucking beat down like that scene where he fucking knocks she her has
1: her. complete battered wife syndrome bro. totally yeah. totally
0: and like the daughter like you know the fact that the father at one point like when the teacher thinks that she's pregnant and stuff like that like it just goes to prove how delusional he really is because his daughter's a homebody she doesn't do anything but go to school come home she lives that fucking shelter life because she's fucking scared she's literally suffering from anxiety and she's scared shitless to be around this filthy fucking piece of shit father that she has she's scared for her life and shit like that he honestly truly believed That she was fucking pregnant and he fucking loses it and he's like, You fucking slut and blah 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 and he's just going And I'm like And I'm like
2: Yeah, she was pregnant. She is pregnant, dog. Was she actually pregnant? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) From him like that's what I yeah I thought it was like that's why he got mad because oh like, I didn't think was, that she was actually
0: yeah, pregnant. yeah dude. I thought it's it was crazy. just implied that like that everyone was thinking that she was pregnant I didn't what really yeah, yeah. that's yeah. what I'm
1: saying it gets even more twisted as the like it just keeps getting more and more twisted oh I didn't realize it yeah he was molesting pre- his daughter no no, no, no yeah, I got I got
0: that I got that but I didn't confirm think that she was actually pre-
1: yeah that too do they in the, in the next one they movie? actually yeah they, they yeah. confirm it.
0: Okay, because I, for some odd reason, I just assumed that that he was just that the teacher was assuming that's what the problem was and that she actually wasn't pregnant. And I was like, yeah, oh, yeah, fuck, it's okay. like
2: the way he gets defensive about it. Mm. Um,
0: like, you know, yeah. what oh, of course, is. of course. Yeah. But like I was, yeah, I kept thinking to myself, I'm like, man, like she doesn't do anything, but she doesn't. But now it makes a lot more sense that he was the one that would have actually impregnated. Okay. Yeah but anyways yeah, yeah. I mean but, very but that's,
1: strong acting from everyone involved in my opinion I mean I, I mean that's the, the just dad more, is fucking good
0: yeah that's just one more piece of the puzzle though I mean this whole movie is just like it's just like a train wreck of of just dirtiness man like this guy is out to fucking lunch man like oh, yeah. it, it's just so fucking scary like he's
1: very good the actor's very good at playing this douchebag though man that mm-hmm. guy was he,
2: the the guy from the stepfather remake too
1: he's a well he fucking got, uh, got a lot better
0: <laughs> you know but you know th- there's a lot of things like I love the overpowering like commentary in the film and like the corruption and you know like you know they I mean this one in darling actually shares a little bit of like the whole pedophile pedophilia shit and stuff mm-hmm. but um it has a lot of shit going for it th- the problem is for this movie is like for myself is that you know it's got a lot of good stuff going on it's acted well I thought it's its its direction is really good in the terms of showcasing um it's almost like a character study of this guy it's not even really about the woman but you know the whole movie you're just anticipating the revenge part for the woman because you know she's been unlawfully fucking tied up and shit. you're just waiting for the shit to happen and it it does but there's like seven minutes left in the movie <laughs> right mm-hmm. so you it you know this movie runs over 100 minutes long and you get just a lot of nastiness it's very filthy and then you get such a short payoff in this it's just for myself i'm just like okay you know it was it was short it was it was pretty decent for what it was and stuff like um and it's it's pretty mean-spirited though too because like it's i, I mean
1: mean-spirited i and mean when, I, when I she kills the mom that...
0: when she kills the mom like you know the mom was kind of the catalyst for her getting free in a sense uh-huh. and she gets fucking gnarled up man like yeah i wish the revenge on the boy was a lot more brutal because i feel like and a
1: half ain't brutal enough for it you. was it was but like even the, <laughs> yeah, the father like
0: i fu- i felt like his death was way too quick and shit it just wasn't as violent as i was really hoping considering how much torture and pain Oh, well, yeah i,
1: I mean you, you it, it's like really hard to match the vileness of him with with a death you know what I mean you almost right. have to it almost ha- you almost have to torture him for like a month to, right. yeah. to even come close you know
0: right. but yeah the uh, mum but the mom's death is just it's it's almost it's it's super bleak to see because like she was a true she was like a like a true spirit and stuff and and like really didn't want any of this shit. but of course you know you can't you can't tame a fucking tiger completely right like she doesn't Angela, she doesn't give Angela
1: a fuck. Bettis has like amazing mannerisms like her facial expressions and like yeah. ha- she's just very good at it like visual oh, she's, like, she's visual a fantastic acting. actress
0: she's a fantastic actress
1: yeah i've i've pretty much loved her in everything i've ever seen her in like even except for like carrie but like i oh. think she was fine as carrie i just think a movie wasn't
0: that oh she scary. was cast yeah, great i don't, I don't like, think that was her fault <laughs> no it's no that's the direction and shit that movie was bad
2: i don't um, hate it but it's made for tv
0: movie is what it is yeah but um
1: but um I think that like the strong points of this movie especially watching a lot of 2011 films um I just think the direction and like the the camera work and the music and stuff it just feels like a little above like some of the stuff that was coming out at
0: this time um that's one thing about this movie that I I did note is the music and like in the montages there's like a bunch of like little kind of minor montages in this film I don't know why Lucky McKee was going that route with that stuff, but the music is like so uplifting and like almost like heartfelt and shit. And I'm just like, Oh my God, it's like almost disgusting.
1: Yeah. It's it's the the same contrast with, um, the girl next door. Like it's this pleasantville like all American family that is just fucked. So you have this like contrasting music and visuals with this nasty, the nasty nature of what's going on. Yeah that it, i i love that and i love that and the girl next door as well but i've just always been a fan of sort of like everything's not as it seems like everything's not as perfect as it seems look closer underneath like the fabric of um you know classic americana you know
0: mm-hmm. i think my favorite part in the film though is when when he first ties her up and he fucking touches her face and she bites off his ring finger and she swallows yeah. the finger and she spits the fucking ring back ring
1: out. And then he like rocks, like not having a finger, like no big deal type no, thing. For I, know, I always thought that was weird.
0: <laughs> Dude, it's, he's so nonchalant about everything. In this, like he goes, they show yeah. him at work and he's just like missing a finger and he's just like going on with his fucking daily routine like nothing happened. I'm like, this is ridiculous, man. Yeah, he's he out. This guy's bit. insane. He's literally insane. Right. Yeah. Like it's just crazy, man. So.
2: So I have a little bit of a different take on this movie. Um I, I there's a lot of like kind of like complaints about this movie that like nobody acts like a person. And I can kind of agree to that to an extent and but I I really the third act like that whole like last 10 minutes uh it really brought mean, it what, together.
0: Sorry. What do you mean by nobody acts like a real person? Like I like feel like just, the, I feel like the daughter does because she's so damaged that she's acting like a real damaged person
1: it's just like the like, and the wife the I mean, only thi- person that doesn't act like a normal person and acts the like son a complete sociopath i think the son acts normal for the circumstance i just think i think the father is the only person that doesn't seem like yeah a well the, that's the father well, he's is like totally unhinged
2: yeah that's the, the, totally the father is like absolutely unhinged and i can kind of like understand like the complaint that it's like a little everything is a little bit exaggerated but i kind of think that's the point and it tied it together. Well, you got
1: to also factor. You're dealing with a feral woman is is a little.
2: I just look at it this way: exaggerated this to begin more, with. This movie might like not be to made to be taken like so literally. I think it's more of like an allegorical like like examination of like the male power dynamic over women and that's why like the it's Definitely just like that's is. why it's, yeah that's well why it's, it's very
0: misogynist. It for sure it is i mean it's that's, obvious
2: that's why the father is just like so out of control in, there's like, so
1: much abuse like mentally physically sexually like it's it's everything it's it's every type of abuse all wrapped up into one and you also have like this you know this Stockholm syndrome or, or or battered wife syndrome thing going on like it's just there's so much like misogyny in this movie and yeah and
0: yeah it's just it's just straight up but I, I mean I think it's also like almost like an allegory metaphorical for um you know just the true nature of corruption in America though too right I mean the I fact that, the fact that he is a lawyer to- like he's a lawman, yeah, and he's like, completely—he's yeah. <laughs> completely breaking the law. Well, that's like what this pa- That's
2: what—that's what ties into the power dynamic I mean, for me. That he's in this right. position mm-hmm. of like respect to power, and he has all these—he has this power over like even his own destiny, where he can get out. Well, even
1: it. at the beginning of the movie, with like the at the like barbecue or whatever, like you could tell that he's like respected. You know what I mean? Yeah.
2: Like- um, and I think it was also trying to say like women suffer in the end. And like, I think that's like what really, uh, the mom's death was about because she did nothing wrong, but she's yeah. still going to suffer because of like, because of him.
0: Oh, of course. And
2: yeah. like, same thing mm-hmm. with like the teacher showing up, like she shows up and she just completely dominates. hundred percent good
1: natured. Yeah. Like, you and know, then she suffers you, you almost expect her it. to be the one that saves everything.
2: Yeah. And then she suffers because of it. And I like that just all kind of struck me It's like, this is like, I think this is less of a literal film and I think it's more of like. Just like a like a almost like almost like in like an artsy way, like an examination of just like
1: this power. It dynamic. definitely is, yeah. It definitely has some artsiness to do it. Do you think that like
0: you know the fact that he doesn't really hesitate to do what he does to the teacher and shit like that—that that he's like so unhinged at this point and like he just has no fear about being caught and shit because quite obviously, like, well, yeah, because it's the literally teacher went there, if the teacher that, went yeah, there, and, like, she's probably told mean, somebody, like, like, like someone's gonna find out what happened right away she's not coming home i mean like he has
2: this this
1: commenting on the the masculine invincibility exactly he's just feels untouchable you know what i mean
2: right and and i I think that's where you could like kind of complain about the writing but i think like the. well he's a
0: total narcissist man yeah and i
2: think that's why I think it's like, it's not meant to be taken. So literally it's supposed to just be an examination of like this, like, like this, like absolute like power, like dynamic where he has like yeah, all the power over all these people,
1: When right. you try to make a point, you, ex- you exaggerate it to make your point, you know, yeah. I mean, that's sort of what this movie is, mm-hmm. but as just a movie in general too, I just think it's pretty, it's really entertaining and interesting. Yeah.
2: it's It's definitely entertaining and it's definitely uncomfortable
0: yeah sure. I don't actually find it overly entertaining to be honest I actually find it quite boring to be like I don't I don't think there's <laughs> really? a way I don't really think you fucked up dude I I don't know what it is man I just find like I'm 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 anticipating the revenge the whole movie because you know it's coming like you know she's eventually going to do something here because that's you know it's that's that's her nature man she's a fucking wild animal but you have so much filthiness in this movie it's like I don't find it entertaining dude I really don't it's just it's so Disgusting and despicable like this guy is the most unlikable person ever and he's supposed to be And I like I like the direction of it though Like with the commentaries and shit, and it's showcasing a lot of di- different elements of of the reality that we live in in just such a filthy nasty way and shit like that, but I mean to say it's entertaining I don't know man. I think the, I, like- I think one of the most entertaining parts of the film for me is when the when the boy fucking puts Gum in the in the girl's hair in their, in her comb, and then she combs her hair <laughs> I might just be cooked.
1: And he uh, acts he he's already acting like a fucking like sociopathic narcissist because like he he then is like tries like pretends like he's like helping her when he's the one that fucking yeah, did it. You know? Exactly.
0: It's it's the fucking oh man, it's just so I don't know, man. I yeah, I, I know I'm definitely in the minority on the woman and stuff. So, like it's it's a it's a really well done film for sure. I'm just not a huge fan still after all these years still not a big fan so
1: you're not coming in at four though are you no no <laughs> uh okay so i guess it's me up um i love the woman i think it's i think it's one of the better films of 2011. uh i i've seen it probably about oh four great times we're gonna now. be talking
0: about this thing again on the top 10 2011 show aren't we <laughs>
1: of course, you know this is making multiple lists, bro. There's no way it doesn't.
0: Oh yeah, Maybe it's definitely on mine too. It's definitely on mine.
1: Yeah, shut up. Um, I don't know if it'll for sure make my list. I haven't got deep enough in 2011 to see how many highly rated films I have. Uh, but you know, I would be I'd be pretty surprised if it didn't make my list. I, I, I'm pretty pretty big fan of it uh it's not one that i'm gonna return to very often similar to like the girl next door like it i, I think it's a great movie but it's kind of heavy to watch often but i've seen it about four times and i probably this i probably enjoyed it the most this time i kind of i feel like even if you probably went back and listened to our other review on it i feel like we just i feel like we just talked about this guy being an asshole and didn't really get into the, like the deeper stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so that even shows how we've progressed. Um, but I'm going to come in at 8.5 out of 10. Holy shit. That's not too surprising.
0: No, it's not.
1: I think that's what I
0: gave it last time. <laughs> or, or maybe I gave it an eight. Uh, is it mine? Am I up? who yep. went first who went first on Osprey Tyler, I went first on I went first. oh okay all right I was thinking you did but um I I'm gonna give it a six it's it's very solid um I'm like I said I'm I'm definitely in the minority I just it just doesn't do it for me man like so you gave uh, it the Jeremy rating on an on an entertainment level so I mean hey
1: you came up two points
0: yeah it's gotta count for something. no it's it's like i mean it's like night and day though like you watch offspring and then you watch this one read after you're like holy fuck it's yeah that yeah honestly i went down on that's why i went
2: down on (laughs) offspring i was like i cannot like have these films work. i saw you gave them
1: both three out of five i was like what the fuck
2: yeah that's why i was like no there's no like this is it's like a it's like a night it's so much there's a lot of difference between this and offspring i couldn't like couldn't like justify that
1: Mm mm-hmm so yeah. what are you? So what What are you rating it? You yeah. said so, six and then um, you are
2: I'm a, I'm a little bit more mixed on this movie, but I did like enjoy the content of it. Um, more than I probably ever have. I pretty much have probably always watched this movie on surface level. Cause it's been a while. I've seen it three, four times and I do like this movie. It's just not one of my favorites and there are a little bit of issues I have with it. I'm going to give it a six and a half.
0: Wow. He's in higher than I am crazy. All right. So that is the woman from 2011. Okay. So getting into the third and final film in this trilogy, uh, from 2019 and it's simply called darling, uh, and directed by Polly Ann McIntosh, who of course stars as the woman. I and think it's
1: darling. Yeah. It's Darwin. Gee, Darlin Darling,
0: darling. Darlin, you- Darlin, yeah, I guess. Um, of course, yeah. Darlin is um, a direct sequel to uh, the woman. Of course, Darlin being obviously set. What this is like eight years later. So at the end of the the end of the woman, um, we see the woman walk away holding Darlin's hand. She was the youngest daughter of the family, and um,
1: so and then we see Socket and Peg follow along. Yeah, and what happens to what happens to the them? They tell you in this movie.
0: Yeah. What? where? In a flashback. Okay. Yeah. I, I must have I I swear so what actually happens to him?
1: Uh Peg was pregnant, as we know. Yeah. And she dies during childbirth and socket ran away when she smelled her guts. They literally right. say that in the movie. Right.
0: Okay. Right. <laughs> like
1: Socket right. ran yeah, it away. It was kind of a big it was kind of a big theme. <laughs>
0: I completely <laughs> just spaced on, yeah. So, like, man, fucking weird. Okay. Yeah. You're right. I'm
1: because weird. that the whole time I was watching it, I was like, they better fucking not ignore the other two characters. And I, because I, so I was like, completely looking, forgot. I was like looking for it, bro. Because I, w- like, I had heard about this movie coming out, and then um Jeremy actually saw it at a, um, like festival thing
0: i can't believe i forgot that that flashback he
1: reviewed it i was on the show like i did a little like bonus show with him where he talked about all the movies he's seen and i just asked him questions and i remember he like ripped this one and so i just thought it was gonna suck and never even gave it a chance and never watched it and then i didn't think that it was actually going to be like a sequel i thought it was just going to be like a like sort of M name only thing or whatever that Pollyanna because Pollyanna Macintosh directs this one and yeah. uh obviously um Jack Ketchum had passed away I think by this point. Yeah you did. And I just didn't yeah. think it I was like I thought she was just capitalizing on that role. But it looks like she actually like took her time and like and cared about the story a little bit the way they tie that stuff in. And well Lucky McKee was actually like one of the it. writers on this, right? I didn't know Was that. It?
0: Yeah, Pollyanne McIntosh, She's credited as being a writer, along with Lucky McKee, and of course Jack Schaefer, of course, because of the source material but,
1: characters.
0: Yeah, but um, so basically, the, this movie starts out with uh, Darlin' um being almost escorted to this Catholic hosp- this Catholic um uh hospital because she's pregnant, and she um the woman, ba- the, the idea is for her to have this baby safely. Right. right
1: because that's the the reason that the peg thing kind of matters is because that's why
0: yeah because she didn't want her to the die woman,
1: yeah basically mm-hmm. it's like the last of her family again right. so, yeah, so she was like worried about her and basically forces her to go back to society
0: <laughs> yeah so basically what happens is they drop her off at this hospital and you got this um Oh, despicable fucking bishop! Who, dude. An, he's such <laughs> he's an all- so slimy, he's such an opportunist. Like right away, you know that this guy. like, oh shit, man, this is a great opportunity, man. So we need some before pictures of of her being feral, and then we're gonna train, we're gonna rehabilitate her and shit. He's just an opportunist, but he's also a pedophile. Yeah. This guy's a royal piece of fucking shit, and it's a great commentary I, on, I on the corruption in the Catholic like Church
1: that because you always talk about. Oh, that.
0: dude, this is a, I, was, this, I was watching this, it. I was this like, man, even,
1: this is right up moods is this like isn't even
0: this, fucking, they're not even trying to hide the exploitation of the catholic church here at all it is yeah I, that's
2: honestly like one of my it's, knocks though. i think it's a little it's heavy on the nose. dude
0: it's i know man this move. I, I i started laughing i'm like oh my god they are just but it exploiting almost, the it sense, so bad right? here because even the like,
2: nurse like a meeting was like you make you're going to make decisions that benefit patients and not the church like jesus christ
0: i know dude it's it's like so exploitive but this is exactly the truth but and isn't the it hypocrisy so, like, of the right. Catholic Church because this is what they do? They're opportunists. They basically but, but, but brainwash people, and then they take every opportunity like in society to like to to further themselves. And then, of course, on the undergarment of the whole thing, you got all these fucking um, pedophiles and shit. And like, it's just, dude, it's so far out here. Like, they, they didn't even try to hide it. I was like, oh but, my but god, this is so my, crazy. My
1: argument for that, though, dude, is that like now it's so. Known that that's yeah. a problem. That it's mm-hmm. almost like why even try to hide it? Let's be on the nose right. about it because everybody fucking knows anyway.
0: Oh, exactly. I mean, that's the why. I mean, that's the difference between like this movie and say something like Torture and Duckling, right? Like the way Falchi exploited the the um the fucking Catholic Church in in back in the early seventies was a lot different, a lot more sly than this. This is just like, hey guys, we have a priest that rapes people that's yeah, but pretty much back like right.
1: then when Fauci was doing that he was saying something that a lot of people didn't know exactly everybody
0: knows I know and this one's just like yeah. straight up and I'm like oh my god this movie's like it's just so hard you know it's so fucking crazy about like you know the catholic church and like how you know these priests and these these bishops and stuff they're always brainwashing to the point where like the, he they get into it where the one girl or the one nun had actually left the church because she was being molested and something she came back Mm-hmm. like she fucking came back dude i'm, I'm thinking to myself going why would you ever get it involved happens, dude. with this shit again when he literally molested you as a child and shaped your mentality to the way it is now and you got away but you came back man i'm like fuck dude i'm like i'm just shaking watching this movie fucking shaking because <laughs> it drives me nuts do you know how much i can't stand the hypocrisy of the, ca- the catholic church is such a mess dude like it's just it yeah. just bothers me man that they've been getting away with this shit and they still are though that's the it's problem like,
3: right
0: yeah
2: it's just like it's so like i don't like like hate catholics or anything like i grew up kind of like with a catholic background i think most people are good people but it's just like yeah it's such a sickening feeling thinking like Mm-hmm. You're, it's like you're sitting in this house, like letting these things go on.
0: I know, and it, like
2: it, act, it's just accepting it. Like
0: it just—it's so gross when you think about it. It's just a huge, huge society of cover-ups, man. Like everybody, the Vatican—they all know this shit's going. On. Everything is documented. Everything within the, they, it, like you don't know think crazy thing about the Vatican, like it's its own society. You know that? Like it—it yeah. it literally doesn't allow outside people, like the you know the the police and shit are not allowed to be there that's how fucking corrupt this shit is man like they've got it down to the fact that they can basically do anything they want
2: there was basically there was a priest like in my in like a surrounding city that actually like retired in my hometown that died about a year ago and He was like notoriously known, like there was a, like an altar boy or something, or a kid involved with him that like, he was like abducted and like found dead or something or went missing. And like, it was like almost almost like everybody knew like that's who it was, but it was one of those things you couldn't prove it. And like the church like helped him move around and go to different parishes and shit like that. And then he finally admitted like on his deathbed that he killed the kid. Mm Mm-hmm. And it's just like with the family had all these years of suffering, like all this cool, like never got closure. And then like the church just like helped them basically just like move well, around and like because
0: he probably, he admitted to the church, what he had done. And they're like, Hey, well, we'll help you. It's what they do. Yeah. yeah. It you know just what? like it's, it's gross. It makes me make my stomach yep. hurt.
1: Yep. Remember that movie, the documentary with the guy the the reliever remember that documentary Yeah, yeah. that like, w- remember the angry film, that documentary, like, that that, that's 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 what this
0: reminds me i i was like i'm shaking it and like you know honestly man the like the narrative in this movie literally makes no fucking sense to me either because like darlin doesn't come from a full-blown feral background like she was once a little girl right according to jp super cute and very functional. Dude, she was okay, like a normal made one that of that. that sound
1: really fucking
0: weird, man. I did. I i'm sorry.
1: <laughs> like, come <laughs> on, dude. We're already talking about like pedophiles
0: and stuff, dude. And, it's like, see, it, it, it infiltrates fucking... everybody. It infiltrates <laughs> no, everybody. Dude, fuck ran. you, man. <laughs> No, but, but I just uh,
1: meant like, it, she seemed like, like, like her acting. No, come I know on, what you, know me what you meant. Here.
0: You know what I meant. You just took that shit the wrong way. But anyways, <laughs> but anyways, my point is she's like this five, six year old girl and she's got, she's pretty normal. Yeah. So like, she's obviously super naive in, in the woman and stuff. She doesn't really fully grasp what's happening in her family and stuff. So she's pretty normal. Like she hasn't gotten to that age yet where she's like, holy shit, man, my family's really fucked up. How so do you
1: think so- she's supposed to be in the woman
0: i would say she's probably about five six years old because they say what she's at 16 in this movie and this is about eight years after so yeah maybe it may be six i'm like really
1: bad with like like anything under like 13 like to pick what age they are. Yeah. Like a five year, I like, literally I'm so bad at it. I'm like a five-year-old seems like an eight. I don't know the difference. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So weird dude. Um, but yeah, cause I, yeah, I mean, you think about it and you're like, well, like she, like, I don't think she's supposed to be like feral in terms of like not able, well, obviously she knows how to talk. Right. Well, that, that, that's the thing that bugged me about that this blew movie. That threw me is,
2: off. Like, out of nowhere, like mid-movie. I kept looking like,
1: at I kept. Like, I think she was just intentionally not talking to people. Like, because they say so. in the movie that her and Peg talked. So.
0: Yeah. But.
1: So she clearly knew how to talk. So that's why when she just starts talking out of nowhere,
0: you're like. Well, no, it's because they, they imply that they had basically kind of rehabilitated her right because but I the think doctor was convinced with, that she came from a background where she wasn't born into this feral type right, community i and, think
1: that's just her playing you know yeah. what i mean i don't think I she don't, actually is that i just think that's what they thought
0: i don't know man because there's those scenes where she's like freaking out and she's all feral and shit and she's like you know she's grunting and she's yeah, and she's yeah
1: like, but that's sort of how they were that's how they communicated with the woman so like that's Obviously, like I mean, if you put it into perspective, part of their family life,
0: yeah. Okay, so if you if you take that way, like okay, so she was just kind of baking the funk or whatever. But I mean, would if, she, if they you,
1: say that she talked that that her and Peg talked, right? But Socket and woman didn't talk. Oh,
2: you know, I can I didn't think about that. Yeah, I guess like, like how would she just like just have these like motor skills? And I guess yeah, if she was talking with Peg, that makes sense. I completely like blank. Yeah, they, they,
1: there's a part in the movie where they I'm pretty sure they say peg and her she says peg yeah. and her used to talk but socket and the woman didn't
0: talk yeah that makes more sense i, I completely No, they, they do out. say that but like it just seemed weird that she wasn't i don't know why but what was the point like, of not talking it seemed like well because I because she like, has
1: no has had no contact with society for yeah ever. and but I if she was talking like, with like but if she was talking thing. before
0: if she was talking before then what the fuck? Like,
1: it's, it is weird though that well, like why does she like, want to talk to these strangers yeah
2: i i understand like that like that perspective but i i do think it is weird that like her like her language like obviously it's still like broken but it's like it seems like too good almost you know what i mean
1: yeah but I don't know though, because like I would you like forget how to talk if you were five years old when this happened? I, I think it would, I think like it would be
2: like, uh, I mean, like Peg was like a real adult, but it's like that's a long time because like that means Peg would have no. been dead
0: for like eight years, right? Well, that's the thing you wouldn't forget. That is, that, true. That, that's, the, that's the thing I was confused about. Like if she was five, six years old, you wouldn't forget how to, and she would probably never stop talking. And right? she's like a
1: way, well, she like, probably way would she- have stopped talking when Peg died though yeah exactly and it almost possibly like, for so like she, she like starts
2: talking she like can understand commands but she doesn't really understand like when people are like talking to her maybe she just like is like playing it close to her chest or something but it seems like she's able to like even though her English is a little broken kind of have like she would have a very
1: rudimentary yeah vocabulary she, too because she, she was like five you know yeah, she it, it just seems woman, like but.
2: it seems like she's able to like have like an understand like Uh, conversations like at least on like an adult level or at least on like a teenage level which i don't know if that would really line up with like having not talked in
0: eight years she's such Mm -hmm. a strange idea like you know see they see her for someone that can't talk but then they throw into her classroom and then they're like getting pissed that she's like not learning and talking and shit i'm like what the fuck i'm like five minutes ago she was like completely feral and like You know, probably eating fucking, you know. Yeah, I don't think the
1: the nun knew that
0: though. Yeah. The one that was like
1: trying to force her to talk.
0: I know, but 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 she was still in the classroom. Someone put her there.
1: Right. Right. Well, I think he kind of probably tried to integrate them back into normal life. Yeah. Yeah. They would probably, but see that, but they would, that's the fucked up thing is that's probably what would actually happen. (laughs) They would probably be like, throw, throw, like, you know, the put them in the church and then make them go to class. You know,
2: yeah, and mm-hmm. like they are, they like, just trying to build her up as like some miracle child for just like pure exploitation. So it kind of does yeah. like make sense.
0: I like how they interpret like her rehabilitation is like getting that the evil inside of her out and stuff like that. I'm just like, man, it's, it's so typical of I mean, Catholic sad Church
1: whenever she gets like. Warped, and she thinks that like the devil's inside her and stuff. Yeah, it's like, well, that's sad. but
0: but that's the commentary, right? That's the brainwashing of the yeah. Catholic Church. That's what they do. They tell you certain things over and over again, and they fucking politely feed it to you, and they feed it to you, yeah, and they feed it to you. And then and all sudden, she's oh, so I'm naive from I'm, not being exactly. around
1: anybody that it's yeah. Like the, just but that's no what that's that what
0: cults do. They prey on the weak, right? They prey on the weak. It's they prey on people that are easily manipulated, easily brainwashed, and that's exactly what's being showcased here. It's not rehabilitation. Yeah. It's about brainwashing. It's about like, conforming well, well to grounded. their society. It's about conforming to their society and understanding how things really fucking work. But the true evil and the irony is, is that the evil wasn't her. It's the fucking church itself. Yeah. That's the true fucking evil here, man. And like, it's so crazy to watch his performance. Well, I mean, Bishop. but that's
1: been the, that's been the case in the last movie too. Like the woman is yeah. not
0: like the evil she's not yeah. the villain no she's just a survivor like she's, she's just, just trying to survive that's what she's doing that's her that's her fucking yeah, motive for, like, is an animal
2: I thought she was used kind of weird here but like for whatever I thought it was like kind of it was weird I thought how they kind of like make her like this like anti-hero almost like <laughs> but, like, I yeah, at the same it, time, the most there's entertaining some very parts big of the misdirection movie, here. Yeah, some of the most entertaining parts of the movie for me are like when she's when like they're just treating her like a fucking like serial killer or a slasher or something.
0: I
1: know,
2: dude. Did it's
3: it not feel like exciting. a
2: slasher film at times? Yeah, like, it's she's yeah, like, like randomly, and, like, like when she's like,
1: hanging out with all the prostitutes and stuff, bro. It's like,
2: and like when they come in story, it's like, it like I thought it was kind of stupid, but at the same time, I kind of got that feeling like. When you're fucking like watching wrestling and someone comes back after a long time and like runs
1: through. <laughs> right. That's how I feel And Jason goes to hell. That's why I love it so much. I, like, I think to like, see hey. when
0: she's hanging out with all the fucking hookers and she's like, You want to sip? And she fucking downs like a whole fucking fifth of vodka. <laughs>
1: it's like it was so <laughs> weird. The what did the one right? what did the one uh hooker say? She's like She's like, the only thing I don't eat is pussy. Yeah. <laughs> the only thing I won't eat.
0: Yeah. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> I know. It's so filthy, dude. So filthy. Yeah, but that Ugh. whole shit was weird, man. It was weird. Like in the scene where the the one Asian dude decides to take her on that little car ride and shit. She's freaking the fuck out in there and stuff. And then like, how the fuck did she escape that so easily? Like, yeah, she was after, like long
2: gone before like anything dipped, happened. Bro. It didn't yeah. even make
0: any sense to then, me. I, yeah, I started so laughing. Like, I was like, where did she go? Like there was it suppose, was an open fucking field. I'm so I suppose
2: I like pure adrenaline. She could have like ran there or something, but it, then it just shows her also like limping into the woods. So it's like, it's not like she wasn't hurt.
0: And that was so, that was so misshot too. Because if you look at the wide shots of that, it's like an open field. Where yeah. the fuck did the woods go? Yeah. Like, where did they it, come from? It was, it, it had to it take was so like stupid. a hard left yeah like honestly man there's some there's a there's a lot of misdirection in this movie too i think that her character is totally under underutilized i just didn't honestly really care for that whole angle and it was just weird it was was weird but
2: i found it entertaining like in some sort of way
0: man i i found this movie fucking boring man like, I this is a hundred minutes of just dude, honestly, man, the whole rehabilitation shit inside the church with like the, the, the care, like the, you know, the kids and stuff like her smoking the bud and, and all that. I was like bored to death watching this yeah. movie, dude. It's I didn't boring, find man. it
2: like boring, but like I did, I thought like a death, like almost like those scenes where she randomly was just like a slasher like yeah. kind of like brought up the entertainment level a little
3: it just yeah, seems just, so like, out of left field
2: it seemed like a little like heavy-handed and like repetitive it's like now the church is bad in this way now the church is bad
0: in this way it's like we kind of get it dude the opening the movie could have been 20 minutes long they made their yeah. point right away it's like <laughs> but,
2: like they just kept like they kept like making like the church worse and worse but it's like it's nothing that's like shocking to you like at no this point it's in not the movie and it's just like you didn't like need to put all that in it's like it, it's almost like it was interesting when they kept making like the dad and the woman worse and worse but it was just like it just seemed like like overkill for me in this movie I, know, think the one- the,
1: I think it's like a pretty simple uh movie like i i don't think like i've it feels like the you know it feels like first time director you know first time writer type yeah thing.
2: like I don't think this movie's bad i think this movie's actually shot the best.
1: No. Wow. <laughs> Absolutely yeah. not, dude. The woman yeah. is strong way better. You think so? Uh definitely. Obviously. Definitely, bro.
2: I I remember thinking like at least the cinematography of this movie is nice. Oh, I yeah.
1: actually I, I, I like this movie. I maybe it it's factors in that I went in with extremely low expectations because I had heard Jeremy tear it apart. Um but I I, I do see, you know, what do the complaints i don't find it as boring as as you did in in the slower parts uh i think that i was just really relieved that 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 they tied up like the last characters and it all three of these movies are extremely different in what they are um yeah all three of them are very different like when you get like three uh, like a franchise of three films it's like three slashers like each of these movies are like completely different um this one and the woman are probably closest in. Well, it's a
0: whole rehabilitation angle that they're playing in both these movies too. And I'm just like, they couldn't do something a little bit different. Like, I I don't know, man. I I like the fact that like exploiting the Catholic church is always entertaining in that aspect. But as a whole for the movie, I'm just like, it feels messy to me, man. It just felt as messy as offspring, but
2: I do like like the Catholic, like the shots of the Catholic church. Like, it's just always an interesting subject to explore, but I just like, it just felt like just so like, heavy-handed here
0: you know it's a funny part in this movie that actually i was actually eating while i was watching this and i almost spit out my food too is the scene in the end of the film where you know I, i've always found this to be so weird with the catholic religion is like you know the, the you know eating the crackers like the body of christ type thing
2: yeah, yeah. it's very cannibalistic
0: to me it, and it probably has a double meaning too at that point because like, we're dealing with like cannibals and but and oh, yeah, I always, it definitely I, does <laughs> i always i always found it like super compelling that like it's like cannibalism. It's so fucking weird. But anyways, that, you know, like the old saying goes like, you never bite the hand that feeds you. Not in this case.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I thought she was going to bite his thumb
0: off. Like, she you, fucking like, bites his fucking there. spits on. Like, I started laughing so hard. I was like, oh, that's fucking brilliant. <laughs> you actually bit the hand that feeds you. Literally, it's amazing.
1: Have you seen this before? Or is this the first time
0: uh, It was the first time? Actually, It was funny because I actually ordered this Blu Ray like a couple weeks back and it never shipped. And it was about a half an hour into the movie, and then I canceled my Blu-ray. <laughs> <laughs> so I was
3: funny.
0: like, no, I'm not doing this. I don't need it. I don't need to. Under- yeah, I just it never, on, never it came on in. TV. Oh, really? I watched it on F movies.
2: I watched it on that MB.
0: Yeah. Actually, I watched tra- it on MB. The transfer too. was really good, though. It looked really good. But, yeah. But then again, it is 2019. so I, I actually completely missed this one, I think, in 2019. I didn't watch it. I just didn't watch it. I, 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 it I skipped
1: it intentionally because, like I said, Jeremy tore it apart.
0: Yeah, I just, uh, I, I, I probably did then too. Maybe, maybe subconsciously, or just knowing, I don't know. But it's then again, me not being Jeremy. a big I've fan of the movie, first two movies, yeah. what was I, what was going to be the point of me checking this out? Going, oh, this is potential top ten material. <laughs>
2: Fuck. Yeah, uh, I've seen this movie just get like shit on basically in like all corners. I, this I, is probably I, the most positive production like pre- like conversation I've ever heard about this movie.
0: Yeah, I honestly don't really like this is probably my least favorite trilogy that we've ever reviewed on this show. (laughs) Like 251 episodes, man. I'm just not a fan of any of these movies. I don't think they're all I don't think they're terrible movies or nothing, but they're just not for me. Right. So but but I do I think this one is better made or it's better than offspring. Yeah. For Mm -hmm. sure. But it's not it's not as good as it's not as well done as uh, the woman though so but yeah you guys got anything else on darlin
3: i think we mm, know darling so. enough
0: <laughs> um yeah i'm gonna come in at a five on this one i'm gonna split the difference seems i think right. i think that's appropriate for how my feelings are towards these films and shit like it's like I, i'm I'm not gonna sit here and say don't watch this i i always like don't like i i never not recommend film unless it's like i think it's like the worst thing unless
2: myself, i think right? it's like literally just like a farce of a movie and even then i'm just kind of like yeah you know take your own opinion i right?
0: guess like you know like the woman like i'm not a big fan of it but i would never not recommend it for people because a lot of people might get a lot more out of it and a yeah, lot of people do The
2: woman is like definitely still like a good movie like a yep. very good movie
0: yeah so but yeah, I'm going to give Darlene a five. I just, I, f- I feel like there, you can see like the first time director itis in this. It, it's a little bit messy. I think there's characters that are underused mm-hmm. and stuff, but you know, some of the commentary isn't it? Like I like it's, it's very, it's not done well in the, in the aspect of showing like, you know, like a lot of great commentaries are kind of like not fully on the surface. You know what I mean? Um, So it's not really shocking in, the, in that aspect. I mean, we all know, exploits of um what's going on in the catholic church and shit like that so but you know from that angle it was still decent so uh who's next tyler i'm up there
2: actually yeah i think um
1: no 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 smooths i just gave, i just gave five. Oh, did you <laughs> i i wasn't paying attention
2: <laughs> yeah uh so yeah i'm also like mixed on this movie
1: um oh yeah you did because i said that seems about right i'm a fucking idiot sorry
2: <laughs> i was wondering what <laughs> i, I was gonna say dude. it was like you definitely responded to that
1: <laughs> <laughs> i got distracted dude i don't know I, I got fucking severe 88 i don't fucking know dude <laughs> but,
2: yeah um i think this like I'm, I'm pretty mixed this movie uh it's i think it's it's got some issues with it but i did also find like some entertainment and i don't think it's a bad movie or anything um, but it's definitely the, it's not, it's definitely not the woman. Um, I'm going to come in at five and a half.
1: I like it more than both of you guys. Um, I give
0: it a 6.5 out of 10. Shit man. So tr- I get four five and a six. That's crazy. And I
1: went five, 8.5, 6.5.
0: Yeah. I, I still can't believe Tyler is higher than me on these ones. It's crazy. I know
1: he's such a tough Raider too. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that is the dead river trilogy,
0: <laughs> dead river. Tri- I don't understand. So that, yeah. Okay. I'm still confused by that, but
3: yeah. I
1: think
2: they're all right. For what they're worth. Then like, yeah, none the of them are like atrocious. atrocious. I just, yeah. It, the just, woman being in the middle too, I think is definitely a movie. Like most people would enjoy.
1: Mm-Hmm. Yeah, yeah, and well, I definitely know that most people enjoy the woman. the The woman's a pretty highly praised film.
0: Yeah, I mean, I'm not sorry that I have the Arrow Blu-ray at all. Actually, I picked this up on a sale. It was like it was like five pounds or whatever, so it was a good deal. Don't say (laughs)
1: pounds, dude.
0: Well, that's what it's in. This is America, bro. Well, this is Canada, so so it's like no,
1: you're in North America.
0: That's seven dollars and fifty cents. I think I think that's a conversion. Uh, that's not bad. I pick it up for that. Yeah, yeah. it's super fucking cheap, dude. It, I, I
1: always hate when people use fucking pounds when we none of us use pounds. Well, see, I mean, I got you use price dollars, price. dog. Yeah, <laughs> seven <laughs> doll hairs it, and fifty cents. <laughs> yeah, doll hairs. We use doll hairs up in here. Yeah, we we'll doll hairs. Uh, but <laughs> <laughs> hey, quick question, because um, our we're, we are taking a week off i believe correct yeah
0: yeah i actually f- i got family coming in from ontario next week and i completely sh- fucking shit the bed on that so so next week we are not recording but the week afterward i think next week was supposed to be the canadian Kine- can exploitation film or yeah,
1: uh, yeah, exploitation volume one is 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 there a release for the carpenter
0: yeah there's a scorpion dvd uh, It's it.
1: pro- a dvd not a blu-ray
0: no there's no blu-ray for it okay ah, i'm Jesus. watching that bitch
1: online then <laughs> yeah um <laughs> it's of, it, it, it's, 1996
0: it's definitely out of print too so it probably goes for it did I think it has another release yeah the DVDs are out of print but yeah um, so I'm so we're order doing the
1: curtains synapse
0: I guess oh yeah it's definitely worth owning it's great um yeah so, I,
1: got, I got both
2: curtains and happy birthday to me on blue
0: yeah happy birthday to me curtains and uh the carpenter with Wings Hauser so that's going to be the can exploitation slasher show
1: I'm um, honestly really I like yeah. that. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. That's a that's a when you first want to do Canadian films, I was like, eh. But then when it was Canadian slashers, I was like, yeah.
0: Well, there's a lot. I mean, there's a lot of pretty decent Canadian films from the 80s and stuff that there's aren't slashers. There's tons but... of
1: good Canadian movies yeah. from the 80s. But like I like the idea of picking like three slashers because yeah. as we know, like when it comes to you know can exploitation, the sort of like tax era of yeah. films is like really the boom you know so it kind of makes sense to do those ones first
0: right right but it's fun too man i actually just got a happy birthday to me shirt from the wife from uh for christmas so i'll be rocking that on the show
1: have saved it for your birthday <laughs> <laughs> uh, um you i've actually so, right? only seen yeah. happy birthday to me which actually that movie's kind of long. It's like two hours. It is.
2: Out. It's like t- it's like an hour fifty, which is pretty long for a slasher.
1: Yeah, I actually just watched it at the drive-in fairly recently. Yeah. I haven't seen curtains like, in on
2: Happy film. Ooh, look at
3: yeah, you! That's cool. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. I've really kind of just sat back and watched like an eighty, a couple 80s slashers in a while, and I, I haven't seen curtains and oh, just... um Happy Birthday, me in a long time. So I'm kind of really interested to revisit them.
0: Yeah, I actually haven't watched Curtains in a long time either. I think last time I watched it, I guess was probably when the Snaps Blu ray came out.
2: Yeah, same. I got the announced Blu-ray came out and I watched it and that was it.
0: Um I just remembered, you know, the, the Asian guy that's in um uh Darlin is He's gay. He, <laughs> anyway That's part of the plot. <laughs> no, I know, I know. But uh no I was gonna say he was I couldn't remember I couldn't think of where I knew him from, but it was uh um The Walking Dead. From that, so just had a weird thought. Oh, yeah, he was, he was in The Walking Dead. I was like, Where the fuck do I know? That? I'm like, This guy was he did somewhere. look familiar, yeah. So I didn't look him up though. Oh man, so yeah, so that's gonna be episode 152. I don't nope. know, we nope. actually have a nope, nope, nope,
1: 252,
0: 252. 251. <laughs> yeah, is 251. This, this is 251. yeah so that'd be 252
1: oh you're talking about next week or two weeks from now, show okay
0: yep um we actually have a lot of pretty cool shows coming up
1: yeah dude we got tons of fun stuff man i mean there's uh there's some there's some good shows actually you know what i know that carly was semi-interested in in doing the canadian show with us because she's watching slashers as well
0: uh, yeah, we ready. actually have a bunch of like after that, we're doing the Jeffrey Dahmer show for serial killers. Then we got Zoology 4, which is going to be bears, which is going to be really fun because like what, what we are haven't we doing? picked
1: the films for that yet.
0: Yeah, I, I'm assuming probably like prophecy and
1: Grizzly. I was going to say we
0: should do prophecy. Everyone's going to be a long time. Grizzly's fucking fun as hell, and prophecy's great.
1: Grizzly, but, Grizzly's probably like one of the better dude. killer bear films. I did. It's like there's it's, actually quite a few decent ones, though. No,
0: there is. Yeah, and then we got the OG versus remake show after that, which is going to be um, Carnival of Souls. Carnival of Souls, yeah, which yeah, that's a need. cool one. I'm going to need the remake, or yeah, because I don't actually have a copy of that.
1: I don't no. even know if that shit's on DVD, bro. It is. <laughs> it I think be it's on VHS. It,
0: it's like gray market DVDs and shit, and they all go for crazy money too. It's like what the fuck. So I don't know what's up with that. And then, of course, the uh, top ten of 2011, which is slated for what February 19th? Is that the date you have slated in there?
1: Oh, uh, it's probably pushed back a week. Yeah, you know, because of uh, oh yeah, so yeah, it might it might be pushed back. A yeah, week. so we should probably let other people know that.
2: Yeah, presumably
0: February 26th. Yeah, it'd be 26. Okay. Yeah, we can just change on here. So. Okay. Yep. So lots of good ones. And then there's just tons more to go. <laughs> yeah. We got tons of,
1: tons of ideas, more zoology shows, fucking all kind of stuff, dude.
0: Yeah, It's going to be a fun one. I hope people are liking those zoology shows. I mean, the feedback seems to be pretty good. I, I think they're really fun to do.
1: They're fun. I think they're extremely sure. fun to do, <laughs> yeah. you know, like they're just, we have like birds and there's just it's endless, right? Like, I mean, we haven't even, Literally. we can do six volumes. It's really of cool too, because animals. like
2: when you're like it, it kind of brings out some oddities which is kind of mm-hmm.
1: yeah yeah uh, yeah it definitely does i mean baxter for dogs was was pretty odd
2: I, I, I love that that was like that made like my top 30 like favorite movies i watched the first time last year
0: dude baxter's Damn. such a trip man like mm-hmm. it's just something you got to see to believe
2: right? yeah it's yeah. just it's a really
0: unique film i liked it a lot yeah yeah all right so anyways that's going to conclude episode 251 it was like it was
1: a bit of a longer one this
0: time. Yeah, that definitely was. I think that was, man, it must have been like four. I don't know what time we started, but yeah, the the intro was long. Yeah. It was, it was longer, but I kind of figured that's why I wanted to get right into that. I'm like, JP, take over. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that was a good call.
2: We would have talked about sports for 20 more minutes.
0: Oh, I was like worried about that too. I, I kind of figured we were going to bitch and complain about the Bills not and the Steelers not playing today, but we got past that in minutes, so we're all good. But. Anyways, I'm starving. I need to go eat because I'm like fucking famished. I'm famished. a dick. All right, guys, we're out of here. Deuces. I'm
1: That's all, folks. <laughs> <laughs>